This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is episode 202 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett, and I am here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. Uh, we're still with blonde <laughs> Brett today. I'm just happy about it. Uh, I think he's going to fall in love with it by the end of the week, oh. and he's not going to admit it to himself yet. You think I'll like I'll cut it off even like I'm like I'm like shaving it off as I like it. I'm like I don't want to cut it off, and I just, I, I just cut it off. Out of principle, anyways. you're going to cut it off. Yeah. No, you should keep it. It's like you can't pretend to like something, or you can't. Everyone is complimenting you on it. Well, uh, I think a lot of those were paid bots. Paid bots, that's what we keep hearing about. It's all internet trolls. It's like a reverse internet trolls. Uh, And here (laughs) to discuss many different things with us today is our guest host who is... Uh, still like uh, just getting settled in because she was just getting up here. Would you introduce yourself, please? I don't know what please? you're talking about. Hi, I'm Hannah Claire Brimlow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com, and I was definitely on time today. Brett's accusations of any <laughs> tardiness are uh, libel, and I beat the sue. late allegations. I Hannah don't know what you're talking about. I personally love Brett as a blonde. I had a vision. You guys made it happen. I think it looks great. I think you guys should demand he do. Every show this week without his hat on, if he's planning on shaving it off at the end of the week, that only seems fair to me. I think. Actually, Why do you have your hat on right now, a- anyway? Actually, I think I did say I would do yeah. one more episode without the hat because on. Because the wager was a Hannah Claire idea. So, yeah, it's only I don't, fair. I don't understand. Out in all its glory. You're, it's just, it's you. just gorgeous. It's <laughs> like amazing. The thing is, like, it really, it's not a, like, uh, what's, what's a good way to describe this? It's a bold choice. And yes. I really think Brett is pulling it off. Um, I did, I did, I did have the hat on. I did promise. I said I would do one more episode without my hat on. And then after that, they get nothing but like, I won't wear fitted hats, which blocks all of it. Mm-hmm. I'll wear backwards hats that are, uh, that are vibe- show off your bangs. That, that, yeah. That, yeah. So once um, we get the yellow and orange tones a little bit evened out, I think you're going to love it and you're not going to get rid of it. I don't even hate the like warm orange yellow, like. I know, really, he should do another round of bleach to get it really light. And we're going to use some, like, purple shampoos and stuff like that. But, uh, no, no. It's I process. I really think that, like, strangely, this is cool. Like, it's an edgy look. And I think Brett is really, uh, is really, really can do this. Yeah. I have been getting a, uh, a crash course in the, the different colored shampoos that I did not know were a thing because I'm a dude. Because the color wheel exists. Exactly. And that was the worst it's part. Crazy. Of, that was the worst <laughs> part of film school for me was the, was the colored wheel for, for color grading. We so. have to acknowledge here that Brett is colorblind, so he doesn't actually know what color his own hair is. Yeah, that, that could no, be I'm true. You never know. I might, I might have put any color in my hair. I might not even know. But did we ever work out if they hit 15 this week in one show if you'll do a color next? No, no, already, that's not you're happening. You're already there. You're already bleached. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, you're, you're going to bleach over here. Help me out. I've made too much fun <laughs> not of people Not just bleached, who do, but yellow. I have done too much, uh, too many jokes about people with weird colored hair to, to uh, assimilate into that. But, this but then you're basically walk- insulting me because I've colored my hair. 
Yeah. Also, like this yeah. way, you can <laughs> you can walk a mile in their shoes. Like you can't say what it's like to be a person with colored hair until you have colored hair. And I really feel like this, this is, is your about opportunity. representation on screen. That's mm-hmm. fair. Okay. And by the way, guys, uh, after, <laughs> at, at six p.m. tonight, they are going to put up like the like a thing on the Timcast website. Yeah, the behind the, the scenes of ble- Brett's bleaching journey. If, <laughs> his God, that is not a Im- phrase I it, ever it, wanted to hear. It's a journey. Uh, so so basically, you'll see me looking very dejected as my hair gets dyed by my I co-host. think Brett liked it. Brett like was like I guess if we have to except he was totally ready. Yeah. I was like I just don't want to pay for it. Maybe Mary will buy the hair dye. You me. told me you had <laughs> called a salon. I Let's- did. I, I did call salon. So Guys, we there's more important things to talk about than my hair. Trust Absolutely me. nothing the, is more important than blonde bread. I'm just gonna <laughs> put that on the table. We have uh, a, a hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's kind of evil. We have emails <laughs> that were uh, an e- thank you uh, an email that was leaked uh, about basically Amber Heard's PR rep was like you know do what we want or else to this person who has been. Uh, it's not a citizen journalist, but they're a very uh, a well. She's an independent journalist and rather well known. Uh, Her name's Jessica Krause. And she, uh, she's been, she published a lot of stuff on Herd in Depp. And uh, one of Herd's uh, PR reps from the new firm that took over to represent her was like, hey, you better not do that here. So uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about, M- Mary has some very deep thoughts about Game of Thrones. <laughs> and Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to do that. Some very uh, important opinions that you should listen to. They're very important. They're very <laughs> important, guys. Uh, and then after that, we are going to talk about the UK censoring jokes on behalf of the, the Queen and her passing, which I, I when I saw, I'm like, I feel like Hannah Claire will have much to say about As this. our token British citizen in the room, that, I'm happy to comment on this. Th- that is exactly. That, that is what you are. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? Let's go. Hannah Claire, are we ready? Oh, I'm ready. So before we do that, however, Hannah Claire, before what, we've got we an update not, guys, on Hannah Claire's yes. okay. major. So I was in my office. I was keeping up with the insane progress, the uh, the uh, party crisis, crisis chaos. <laughs> let's say uh, on Friday, I do want to clarify: it was 25 uh, crisis parties for me to watch all of the Fast and Furious, but it was. 10 crisis parties for me to watch the first one. So I have watched the first Fast and the Furious. I'm happy to share my thoughts if you guys would like it. Yes, we would like it here. And overall rating? Well, and I was going to say, possibly if I manage it. The thing is, I don't really make time to watch movies. But theoretically, for for the next... Mm nine weeks i could come back every tuesday with an update maybe i it's really like a, can't it's guarantee. like a chet formation Fe- chet formation it's like it's a fast formation yeah mm, i don't know if we're gonna go with formation that's a lot but okay the thing <laughs> is okay look fast and furious one here we go let's dive deep it's kind of a fun question about law and the cars are flashy and i can understand it's got this understanding of camaraderie and wrong versus right and I don't know cars are cool and it's got this idea of like two uh cultures that live in one city LA with the street racing versus the police um the thing is it's fine it's a fine it's it's totally fine movie it's a fantastic movie I wasn't in love with it there are parts that are kind of cool and I can see how like the biggest like emotional connection is the, the like revving of the engines right like everyone knows what that's like to be in a car when the Mm-hmm. car engine revs but to think that it's going even faster like 140 miles per hour like i get why psychologically it kind of gets the blood pumping mm-hmm. there are several plot holes that i just don't really understand but that's true of a lot of movies like i don't really understand 
am I spoiling it if I like go into it? Well, it's twenty one years old. So <laughs> yeah, I had never. If you're gonna get mad about spoilers for Fast and the Furious, I'll just say it. I don't think Mary's ever seen it, but yeah, but will I ever see it? Look, you don't. That's have, a better. You question. won't have to. I'll I'll save you the time. Yes, that's um, what this is for. Like when at the end he's like, "Take this car. Like I owe you a ten second car. Get out of here, you scamp." Like. Also, he's a police officer, and he just leaves this guy, this like Asian motorcyclist he shot like on the side of the road, and he's like, "Somebody call police!" Like this guy, hopefully, is getting kicked out of the police force no matter what. Well, All sorts of issues. That's what happens. He he he, okay. has to, he has to go on the run after he gives Dom his his car at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Super plausible. Whatever. Um, the thing about Fast and Furious is. I could understand it's not my style. I could understand where you feel like this is a cult classic. It really does evoke an era. It's not a cult classic. It's just or a like, classic. This it's is just, just something that you really love, right? I could totally get why you would. Un- someone might like How old this are you? first movie. Twenty. No, I'm not going to tell you my age. Okay. You're going to steal my identity. Um, okay. The point is, but, though, I want to go into like I, I think wait, wait, you, wait. you had to be closer to my age to appreciate how big of a thing this was at the time look i get that there are big movies what bothers me not just that but like street racing was a big thing in culture at that time sure and like oh my gosh just looking at the fashion (laughs) it just was they thought cars were cool also looking at the fashion like low-rise jeans everywhere von dutch like i want to look at this and be like also is the early 2000s his, his hair paul walker's hair oddly enough except for his is like highlighted blonde Longer, so was, like, was Devin Aoki only w- in the second one? Second one. That's it? Yep, she was only mm. in the second yeah. one. She never really ended up in any of the other ones. Okay. So overall, Fast Pierce one, fine. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not in love with it, but I'm not a fa- I don't. I wasn't like, this is a terrible movie at, by any means. It's just not really my thing. What bothers me, and there's no way for me to watch this franchise without acknowledging that I already know some things from many a debate about Fast and Furious. Why do they end up in space? Like, this seems dumb. Why do they end up in Tokyo? Like, it takes away from this feel of, like, small town L.A. local camaraderie with this subculture. Then all of a sudden they're just kind of, like, doing things with cars in more and more ridiculous places. Like, it's hard for me to divorce that, like, this movie, which is totally fine. I can understand why some people love it. It's suddenly going to end up over here on left field. Like, I I love how Brett is so ready to defend it. I want to say is that. The, the point is, is that the, the street racing aspect is window dressing, right? A- at its heart, it's still uh, a mediocre in telling cop drama about a guy trying to bust a guy for ripping off <laughs> trucks, <laughs> ripping off uh, semis. Uh, but the thing is, is what they do is the first two movies gradually increase the stakes of it, right? In the second one... Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. They deal with uh, the FBI in a in a, in a I drug mean, technically the FBI are, are in the first one, too. But but that's he doesn't work for the FBI in the first one. He works for the LAPD mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So, and then the second one, he goes to the FBI. And then and then just gets, uh, by the third one, and it goes, it gets progressively more ridiculous, arguably, but it goes back to a more normal tone after in four and five, but then starts to get back into ridiculous 
upwards again. See, like, for me, the thing that I liked most about this movie was this uh, understanding of camaraderie, family, and loyalty that is, and, and how it relates to the community that they're in. Like, there are understandings of, like, the gangs that are in the area, that the neighborhoods have certain divisions. That is the most interesting thing about me, and, like, I preemptively know that that all gets thrown out for the rest no, of the doesn't. franchise. Like, I mean, the, the community but part But they're not does. even, they're in what, Miami for the next one? Like, the community part does, but Dominic isn't in the second one, so family isn't really a theme the same so, way. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, the themes that were interesting to me about this movie become irrelevant from this point family out. Family becomes a huge part of it to the point where it becomes a meme later on, but it's not part of community. But, well, it's maybe family you're going to find it in a different it's expression as you go along. A more, it's fami- family in a more insular sense, right? So they're not... Uh, they're, they're, it's not about the community around them. It's about that core group of people that they build out. Uh, and you don't meet all those characters in the first movie. Ja, uh, ja Rule was in the first one. Sorry, uh, Ludacris' character doesn't come in until the second yeah. one. You don't meet them until down the line. And then so that becomes a through line for it with a more ridiculous backdrop I, as things go I forward. I don't want to uh, drag this out for too long. And I understand that you want me to like these movies. I just can tell you that like... This was not a mo- like I I wasn't in love with this movie enough to forgive some of the antics that I am aware are coming. It's, okay. Does that make sense? Well, the- I will try and stay as open minded as possible, but I do feel like there's no way for me to watch this without being like they end up in Tokyo. Like you up, can't suspend disbelief as if you and were I, yeah, watching it at the quali- time it came out. It right. is funny watching the government come to them for help when they're not qualified by any what metric by which the government would judge asking people for help. In the yeah. he's an ex-cop. The rest of them are like one of them, he owned a cafe and he was a criminal. Like they're not they're they're not qualified. But it's it's fun. There is a funny part in the first movie that but I but I guess I didn't like the street racing thing is not so fun for me. Like it's fine, but I am not so interested in this. It's a guy. It, there it are is, always excuses with this guy. Well, guy but movie. they keep it. In it's, a it's a guy movie. You weren't there at the when time I it came out. Your and street racing was, cool. was so big if back then. Just you say you guys are wrong. Okay, we're straight up just like fighting now. No, but like if you need to present this many like justifications for why it was good like i think we just need to accept that like this goes to the subjective nature of art my friend the oh don't get me started again okay. <laughs> i do want to point out there's a funny mistake that they i think they pointed it out in the in like the when they do like cinema sins where like in the first movie where like the guy's waiting for a call from the cops and the cops announce that somebody's been murdered and they're like okay we're good to do the street race like that is very dark and grim, but at the time but it was the two thousands. Nobody no, 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 cared but, that somebody But that died. is like I thought that was really interesting. Like oh, because I was watching it and I was like, how are they gonna like know when to street? Like there are no cops. Like I know street racing is a real thing, and I am curious about like how does that how does that happen in major cities? And the fact that they're like, oh, we wait for a huge crime to happen so the police are tied up. Like that's such a simple solution. I didn't even think of it. Like that I appreciated, but like some of the like I don't know. Like, you're a cop, just kidding, it's fine, just kidding, I like them. Well, actually, sort of that I like his sister. Like, it wasn't enough of a hook for me to, like, completely buy into this universe. He, uh, well, the funny thing is, like, my favorite part of those early movies was, like, Tom Barry as, like, the as the FBI guy and Ted Levine as the sergeant because Ted Levine was in Monk and Monk was... Yeah, that's in, that's where I recognized that him. Guy's that guy's I heard his voice and I was like, Monk, Monk's what's happening. Well, he's also, he, was in, he was in the original Heat. And uh, uh, all the way back to the '90s, and uh, it is—it is to me one of those things. I love—I love that movie, but I understand why people don't. And I, I think that's one of the things about always loving movies that people kind of like make fun of is like you're always on your heels. But to but you, I'm like, <laughs> bite me. But I don't like, care. I am always—I am, always, awesome. I am mm-hmm. always the minority opinion when I say that I don't 
and I, I do appreciate the challenge to now watch them and be like, do I actually feel this way about Fast and Furious? Because I had never seen them before. It just seemed like 10 was too many. And every time people would be like, but I go to space. Like, I'd be like, that doesn't make it sound better. No, they're not. They're trying to say that in like a, whenever somebody but, says that to you. They're they're clearly pointing it out in a way that's supposed to be this Ironic? is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like this is ridiculous. Just let go and enjoy. They're not they're, now the you fundamentally run into problems when somebody who just doesn't view cinema that way can't engage. I can let go and be like, this is absolutely bonkers and stupid. But there, I love it. There Let's are keep going. like suspend disbelief, ridiculous movies that are like more my speed. I guess is what I would argue. Uh, I don't know. Like which ones? Like. Uh, JFK. What? <laughs> What's that one where the guy, he's like dating an old lady, something in mod. I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. Someone in the comments will know what I'm talking sure. about. Except I don't really care about the main romantic relationship. I really like the like young guy's relationship with his mom. He, they're like super weird. But that's unrealistic. <laughs> wait, I, hold on. I have to look this up. But okay. I am happy to continue watching them. I will just say that, like, as you always it's going point to out get to more me, ridiculous. you're acting like you have to defend the franchise. But as you have told me, these make money. These obviously are appealing to someone. Yep. I am always a minority opinion when I say this. And, like, nothing so far has convinced me that there needed to be a sequel to this movie. Other than the fact that I guess they left it, like, open-ended enough where there are some, like, plot points to resolve. Which a lot of movies that get was it on a cliffhanger? Even this, well, the well, even in the second one, he like one, gives his car to Vin Diesel and is like, "Get out of here!" And then he's like, clearly a like, like cop who has gone off the rails. There's actually a, so it's like, what happens to you? There's actually between one and two, there's like a, a prelude that they released that a lot that it shows Harold his, and Maude. That's the movie Harold I'm thinking of. Uh, there's a prelude that comes up between Fast and Furious one and two that shows him running, like, like escaping and like going on the run. Uh, before he gets to Miami, where the second one picks up, uh, it's really, it's actually really, really funny because it's like very clearly not made by like the company that makes the movies. It doesn't look like a, a high end movie, but it's it's great. So. Oh, have you seen the movie, John Waters movie Pecker? That's the other movie mm-hmm. that is like kind of weird and ridiculous, but I really like. Mm-hmm. Well, you and your 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 high end movie taste, and me and my Fast and the Furious, and we <laughs> will just be fine with it. Uh, okay, like what is the objective here? Am I gonna have walked away liking Fast and the Furious or like? Yes. Is, like you just want my honest reaction because I like. I just want your honest reaction. Okay. That's 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 what. Because I for. will say like, if we are taking a test in, why are there so many sequels to this movie? Like, I'll that's give you a, a point where I think it should point. get cut off. That's not the point. The the point is not just why is it getting made. So we far, know, really, the okay. point is to watch you but suffer I, through I it. I feel if you like don't like it. to make these out. reviews snappier. I feel like there need to be some kind of through lines that we hit each time. And like, I'll give you my overall things that I like, things I didn't. But I think I should point Did out. Did you rate it for us? I don't, what would I rate it out of? Out of 10? I don't know. Like a... It's like, okay. It's the first one. It's hard to say. Like, I guess I'll give it like a five, maybe a six. Okay. It's above average. Like, I, I, I want to point out that, that there doesn't maybe. need to be a question as to why they get made because we know why they get made. We sh- Maybe we should look for another question See, what I was going to gonna say is I will say at this point, like, do I think there sh- could be a sequel? And I will say for this one, like, open and enough ending, people were attached to the characters. It was a hype hypes movie at the time like I could see why there might be a second one I don't know that I agree but I could see it but I think from here on out it just will go on to being like if there's only a sequel because it's making money which doesn't mm-hmm. actually give it a strong plot right all right I, w- I will say one of the things that super does- chat stopped during this time I want to point that out I- no one wants to hear me talk about Fast and Furious I- you guys did this to yourselves this is Brett's wager I think I think this was his idea this was his idea 
Uh, was it? I, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to point out that it does. There are strengths that go later on by by employing like more uh, charismatic actors along the way that come in. Uh, they're not we'll all. They're not all there in the first one. Ludacris isn't there in the first one. I like his character, even though it's, he's kind of bland. But uh, he has a, a funny portrayal. Tyrese Gibson. It's uh, objectively probably one of the only roles he's actually any any fun in in my in my opinion. There's a lot of stuff that comes in down the line that adds to the the. It's very. It's a very different dynamic. It very much becomes an ensemble. Brett has to have the last word on Fast and the Furious. It's my review, and Brett has the last word. I do. It becomes more <laughs> of an ensemble plot down the line. So we're going to move on now that we've uh, agreed that I'm right about the Fast and the Furious. Right. That's 17 hours to go, guys. So, uh, that's it. Okay. So <laughs> it says that Amber Heard's PR team admits that the bruised photos are fake in leaked email. Uh, the more important part of this is talking about the fact that the, the PR firm, the representative from this PR firm, essentially... Gives a low key threat to to this. Uh, what's her? It's uh, what's her name? Uh, Jessica Krause. Je- Jessica Krause. And not only that, but says think of your family. Yes, it's very... in the email, which is so threatening. I I know that blackmail is a definitive legal term, but if we're talking colloquial colloquially, this sounds like a blackmail email trying to get her to not report on this. It's definitely threatening. I never go with colloquially. On air, I, I save that one. That one always works when you're just having a regular conversation. On air, I trip over that one every single time. <laughs> uh, so it says, Jessica, I would like to apologize to you and your family for what I wrote in my previous email. That looked that looked like a threatening email to you and your family. That was a dumb intention. I am not going to engage in this anymore. I'm only re- reading that first because it becomes very hard through reading this like to understand how this email was phrased but we're going to get into yeah, it yeah this person whoever wrote this is functionally illiterate yes. because this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory shopify pos has everything you need to sell in person Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wow, like I could barely understand what she was saying. So it says, I owe you an explanation about what is actually happening, the leaked email began. The truth is, the insider revealed, they didn't need to put that there, (laughs) is that Amber is guilty, but an entire PR firm has been employed to help discredit the verdict against her in the defamation case. The team allegedly intended to, quote, twist the facts uh, involved in the case and tried to discredit Johnny in an attempt to win back favor for Amber. I heard the audios of Amber confessing to assaulting Johnny, and of course, her bruised photos are fake, the source went on to claim. In the initial threatening note, someone warned journalist Jessica Krause against publishing damning articles about Amber, quote, you're in great danger if you release part four of Amber Heard fake S something. Asterix, S asterix X, S. Party Tell stories. us what that means. I S- have no idea. Star S party stories. What does that mean? Anyone have in, ideas? And it says, you don't want to mess with us. Think of your family, your choice. Uh, think of your family, your choice, read the note. There's a whole bunch of, like, she could, bu- she needs to buy some vowels and some commas and put them in there somewhere. Uh, the point is that that comes across to me if it was not so poorly written as a threat. And that, did she open with, I, I don't want to sound like, I'm sorry if I previously threatened you and I'm going to threaten you again? Or are we quoting no, this, her previous email? 
she apologized for that immediately after she walked back and said, I'm, I'm sorry for what I wrote. I feel like this girl in is my previous whoever, email. Or man, whoever is writing this, uh, is writing while drunk, and that's half the issue. You think? Oh, I'm not. I like. Some people really can't write emails. Some people properly, can't write emails, like, but also all. some of this, like, seems like you were like, I just gotta tell this girl what I'm thinking. And you're just Do you like, think the whole really PR team was binge drinking That'd throughout the trial? No, well, it I- feels like this one, this girl was like, <laughs> I can handle it. And it's like, no, girl. So to continue after she walked that back and apologized to Jessica Krause, she said, or he said, here is the deal. In June 2nd, uh, this is also terribly written. In June, in June 2nd, after the verdict, in order to change the narrative, Alifair, we don't know the first name of this person. Alifair Hall. Alifair is their first name. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, Alifair Hall. For Shane. So I have this. Uh, before From we go Shane on, Combs contacted several Heard Stan accounts in order to further step up the effort of making Amber look innocent. So just the year private, uh, prior, uh, Shane Communications, Shane Naley Communications hired uh, Alifair Hall as a new partner who had spent 12 years working at agencies like Edelman and Outcast in L.A. and San Francisco. She has clients including Facebook Marketplace, Oculus, Amazon Prime. She's very much has a history working in these in these areas. So that is a, a real person. I had to check too because I was like, what the hell is an Alifair? That doesn't sound like a real is that thing. An industry term. That, yeah. So, so that is a person. Uh, and Jessica Krause. I want to point out Jessica Krause is no small person. Like as far as size, yeah. and Platform, right? She has She's like a million got tens of thousands of subscribers on Substack and million, like a million or so followers on Instagram. And she's got like uh, part one through four depth verse heard. She's got. I also stuff saw about- that she was. Uh, she like took a picture with Camille Vasquez after the verdict okay. uh, was reached. So she had a lot of inside information, information about the trial. Um, so the email continued saying the unsealed document was seen as a massive opportunity to shift the scale, even going so far as misrep- misrepresenting the facts. Ten Barge, who is Kat Ten Barge from NBC News, is part of that effort. She plans to target you this month with a hit piece about your lies. It just proves to you how manufactured and organized everything is about this world. There is not an ounce of... I think well, that the PR firms are in direct communication and cooperation with mainstream media outlets in favor of Amber Heard, that means that, like, the the prospect of her having, like, droves of bot accounts trying to change the conversation on social media is more likely than we thought, or more prevalent than we thought. So it says, according to the source, Kat was hired as some sort of strong arm to combat the truth. The PR team allegedly was going as far as twisting the unsealed documents to make Depp look unsealed documents to make Depp look bad. That's why you saw a bunch of articles on the mainstream media uh, uh, promoting this. Now, to be fair, they did make Johnny Depp look bad. Those texts hmm? where he was making jokes about. Like her mutilated corpse, but that came out long before that I one. Mean, that was actually or that was the one with Paul Bettany. The the new ones were the ones with uh, Marilyn Manson, and they basically oh, well, were using. She, she was called like the c word in yeah. those texts. I just feel like there wasn't enough to offset. Like by no means is it was too Johnny late. Depp like a perfect person or innocent in a lot of ways, but like sh- her behavior was so outlandish that it didn't 
it didn't do enough to over like his his actions didn't do enough to overshadow hers i will also point out that like it to have an aggressive pr team is often the move of people who are who are aware they are going to be publicly unpopular. So like Meghan Markle, mm -hmm. yeah. um, I wish I had a source of this, but I had read at one time that her PR team had a contract with, I don't remember if it was People Magazine or like one of these other big celebrity publications that they had to, they would get like $10,000 a month to write a positive article about her. And wow. didn't matter what it was, it had to be like, you know, she wears a great dress. She's helping the poor. She's doing anything that she would always every month have a positive piece about her. Like that is a weird thing to do unless you know that your image leans negatively. But we have to remember that Amber Heard fired her PR team that she had during the trial in May. This was the new team and that she came hired in a new team in June. But I assume Clearly, it's because the first one wasn't ag aggressive enough. Yeah, but is this an improvement upon the last one if you're making a public fool out of your client? I think they got I think they got in it too late. She waited too long to hire the new PR firm. By that time the public opinion But this sounds like it's done in haste and in panic. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that was part of the reason she fired her team. Like, they weren't giving her the results she wanted because public opinion was pretty firmly set against her. And I think from what we know about Amber Heard, obviously none of us actually know her, but, like, she wanted to come across... I heard across she likes TJ Maxx. It, it's that she didn't want to just come across as, like, neutrally, like, she did something wrong, he did something wrong. She wanted to look like the victim. She wanted to look yeah. like she was innocent and he mm. was completely wrong. And that is an extremely hard... Uh, thing to try and ask. I mean, like, even defense lawyers will review evidence and be like, look, you should take a plea bargain. Like, you are not going to get uh, exonerated from these crimes. And I feel like in some ways, I wonder if she had a similar conversation with her PR teams. They were like, we are not going to be able to sway public opinion so much that you are ever completely out of the light here. They I can't mean, just do a magic trick The audio tape her. exists. The right, audio tape yeah. of her berating him and basically laughing at the fact that he's suffering and then exists. The internet, no matter what he did... It doesn't make her look good. And even if there are Amber Heard, I don't know if they're bot accounts or just like fan accounts, like there aren't as enough of them, especially when the ones for Johnny exponentially increased. Right. And the internet itself dug up, like I, it's hard for me to unsee that video, even though I don't think that he's a great person. No, no, no. But that video where they're on a red carpet and she raises her hand to like brush her hair and he flinches. Like yeah. that was years and years before any of this. Like it was really hard for her to recover from like, Basically, the time and attention that the internet gave to meticulously combing through their public interactions. Well, and the, the, just the fact that, in general, his exes, most came, all but one, came yeah. to his defense and said he's the gentlest person you've ever met. Do I think he's a, a good person? I don't know. I just It know doesn't really matter because that's not what the trial was, was about, but case. I think that's what social media was yeah. focusing on, it, unfortunately, because I don't think the trial... Uh, and the details of the case made either one of them look good. Um, I think it just and made I her look slightly worse. Yeah. And, and, and her, not to ma mention it, the fact well, that he was a better performer. And it made clear that, like, she betrayed the public somewhat in the beginning several years ago when she was like, I am the victim. I'm going to donate to women. She didn't whatever. write an article about the, about the problems of toxic relationships in which both parties are bad to each other. She made an article like, about her being, well, she built herself up. No, she didn't say that outright though. Like when I read the, implication the article, is there. yes, the implication, but I'm just saying that if that, you, if you know about her background, yes. then you would insinuate certain things, but that's, 
I when I read the article, I I can't honestly say that I think it was defamatory. She didn't even saying... say that she was like the victim of abuse, except for in like her childhood. Well, in she that said, article. "I'm the face of domestic." I'm, no, I'm, she I'm, said I'm... she said she became somewhat a public figure who represents domestic abuse, which is weasel words. Which it's, is to into it's it, weasel words that could even mean I became a representative of domestic abuse perpetrators that's how vague it was but doesn't think i i don't i'm not giving her any leeway it's, here i'm not it's not leeway it's just truthfully what the article said she didn't say she was a victim she didn't say she's a face for victims like i mean i think part of it is that she left room for uh, open for interpretation what her remember she didn't was write this. that lawyers wrote that and article. she did specifically target johnny in the article that i'm thinking of she didn't name him or even allude to the time frame or like what he did for a living in the Washington Post article yeah but that's the thing like so Anna Kendrick just came out with this like I'm directing a movie and it's a lot about like emotional abuse the last public relationship she was in was with Bill Hader and like she said spousal abuse she's only been married once yeah like yeah that's a lot different but, but like, like Amber Heard didn't say anything close to that no that's that Amber Heard right the spousal I abuse I thought she one? said spousal abuse and Anna Kendrick's never been married do you this, mean Anna Kendrick's Anna Kendrick no, I'm, I'm, interview I was, or... I'm, I'm talking about two separate things for a comparison. Washington Post. So Amber Heard is saying, I, I don't know, I can't remember if she said spells or abuse or not, but that would be a link that like, while she never named Johnny by name, like she has ruled out the possibility of it being any other partner. She, I don't think she said spousal abuse in that article. But uh, my comparison is to Anna Kendrick, who is directing this new movie and has a lot to do with like emotional abuse and relationships, I guess. And she yeah. said like, at the time that my publicist or whatever brought this script to me, I was just getting out of a relationship that had a lot of emotional abuse in it. So it felt really personal. And the most public relationships that she's been in of late is with Bill Hader. But we don't actually know that she's alluding to Bill Hader because we don't actually know the details of her life. With Amber Heard... The implication of the article, from what I remember it being on trial, is that enough of the de details excluded any other partner and made it specific to Johnny. So even though she doesn't name him by name, she meets the standard for defamation. Are you still looking for it? I'm well. It's it's. I'm, I'm not paywalling. Them. It's I. I found it on the Wayback Machine when I read it, so it might take us a while to find it. Well. Um. But either way, but like from what I remember, it didn't narrow it down hardly at all, and it was ghostwritten. That's obvious. Um, I don't think that the article itself was defamatory, but I do think that she, like my personal opinion, so you is think that, that the jury was wrong in their conviction of her for defamation? I mean, possibly. I don't really like think that this should have been a public matter in the first place no, it should i don't think it should have gone to trial anyway really i think it should have i think defamation is one of the most interesting uh legal challenges i became country, a public though. figure representing domestic abuse and yeah. i felt the full force that's not but that is specific to the fallout of her marriage with johnny Depp. where does it narrow it down there because she came out and said he's been abusing me there were all the videos she specifically said she would donate to domestic women's charities. so she's saying in she didn't say in, she was not a just, just in that article, article though but that article um, is what the trial was really looking at and it didn't narrow it down narrow it down to what to johnny depp but like the timeline and when detail. she became a public figure associated with domestic violence it was when after during the fallout of her marriage with johnny depp like her divorce so the so you're supposed time, to time insinuate frame. from all the context 
that you would that you would need to be extremely knowledgeable about the context of their the timeline of their relationship when they broke up and then public statements made outside of that article to call it defamatory I mean, but that's like the whole reason that she wrote she didn't actually write it but this article was significant because at the time her marriage was like front page news and the d- demise of the marriage and the settlements and like the videos like everything that came up in trial that was like why a lot of people felt like this was a domestic violence trial when really it was a defamation trial was because during that time these were the allegations like the this article that we have from the PR agent alludes to the fake bruise photos that was the day that she filed for divorce from Johnny Depp also like, they point out that she called TMZ to come there the day she filed mm-hmm. the restraining which order which came up at trial I mean I think mm-hmm. this was a clear case of defamation. I think defamation is just complicated. It's I also think just that, like, not- she benefited from the PR, the positive PR she got from being, like you said, she doesn't say she's a victim, but she doesn't not say I'm a victim. She doesn't say, I am just advocating for women who have been a victim. She's not saying, I'm a perpetrator of domestic violence. Like, she is letting you draw the connections between these moments that she has presented herself publicly as a victim of domestic violence and her association with it. And that was all during her time with Donnie Depp. So if they're taking the, the like you said, if, is, the, is it based just on the article or is it based on the article in, uh, in connection to everything that happened at that time? Well, defamation yeah, it's about has, everything around it. Yeah, and defamation is like they specifically tried to damage the character and that that had consequences for the person so it's actually really difficult to prove defamation against also, a public figure i think we're getting except off, for the I, fact that he like i wanted to get money. back to the to the part about the the threat from yeah, the, the pr person. Sure. That, that to me is the more interesting part we, we've gone over the the depth heard thing uh, a bunch of times already right like everyone can draw their own conclusions i do think it's scary when you think about the power that someone who works for a big pr firm can have by saying we go back to what i what i said about weasel words she doesn't say but they imply what that means when they say think about your family Right. right. It, that's uh, what are you supposed to take away from that? Also, like this is one leaked email. Like what goes on at this PR forum with the emails that don't get leaked? You know what I mean? Like h- how often is it in their practice to threaten people and journalists? Like that's crazy. Sure would be bad if a bunch yeah. of articles came. I just saw a thing today that um, the, uh, the a coach for like a, a football or a basketball team just got like a $10 million fine or a million dollar fine for saying the, uh, the N-word like uh, mm-hmm. in the past. Like – the, the media has an incredible amount of reach and power. All you have to do is think about this. If you can hire a firm like this or you can hire a PR firm to have articles written about you, right? What is the most important thing to you like when you're job searching, right? People aren't just going to look at your LinkedIn. They're not just going to look on their social media. They're going to actually Google your name. And what happens when the first 10 articles that come up about you are all signal boosted to the top of your Google results and they're all negative. Yeah, and it's not just that because it seems like Jessica Krause is like as an independent journalist dependent uh, on controlling her public image mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about representing a company she works for, but it's her very name that would be on the line and also her ability to post on social media. Yeah, she has no if backing she, from, a, from a major company. Like, obviously, media outlets are able to influence like social media networks to censor and ban people, and that could easily happen to... Uh, journalist who is accused of spreading disinformation. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but in, in just, not just that, but they don't even need to necessarily censor you, just discredit you. All they need to do is make in you In some like, cases, that can almost be worse. Yes. Uh, so to me, I find, like we've, like I said, we've rehashed Amber, Johnny a million times. Whatever your take is on them, the PR firm's actions are kind of abhorrent mm-hmm. and awful. Yeah, that's why I think Amber Heard didn't make a great decision hiring this new team because... But I wonder if they're the only one who would take her. Like, she fires really? her team. Well, if you fire your team, every other PR firm can kind of see the writing on the walls, like, that she is extremely unpopular. Like, they don't... It's mutual. Like, the client has to want to work with the PR firm, and the PR firm has to want to work with the client. Maybe this is the one that took her. I'm going to read Jessica's mm-hmm. response, because Jessica responded. to The, the journalist really? responded. So she says... Uh, in response to the threats, Jessica wrote back, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that maybe this hit piece is just a rumor, which I'm happy to ignore. And if that's the case, please accept my apologies in advance. Quote, if not, if in fact this is a working endeavor and you think you're going to slander me in print for telling the truth after conspiring with a team who threatens independent journalists and their family members with hints of violence, I'll make sure your name is forever attached to every threat I receive from here on out. She continues before adding, people will know your uh, will know you for your allegiance to PR thugs instead of words or articles. PR thugs is a really catchy we'll one. start a band called the PR thugs. Let's, let's go. Let's they go. all think they're mad men, but they're actually PR thugs. <laughs> so it's just tremendous restraint that she wouldn't put this person on blast. Jessica clearly knows what she's talking about and understands the gravity of the threats against yeah. her. Uh, so I I'm just, sure it's not a new thing. Like if you are covering current events, even if it's just pop culture, yeah, this is that even affects poly- people's lives. And I'm sure it's big stakes. And uh, you know, people throw their weight around like this all the time. It's not like we're talking politics or serious reform. We're talking about a bunch of awful people being awful to each other that just happened to capture the public interest. And this type of thing is being said. It. So then imagine as you go up yeah. to a tier of different influence in the... People who dictate policy. In the public consciousness, yeah. Like, uh, think about how it can escalate. It's, I want to point, like, I had a friend one time when, like, uh, it was very interesting. We were talking about, uh, the, like, COVID or something. He's like, I don't wear a mask. Like, whatever. It's, like, very normal thing. We were having our discussion back and forth. This is, like, early on. And then we got to talking about news. He's like, well, if I, just, if I wanted news, I'd just go to the AP. And I was like, you have to stop looking at it, whether it's the AP, whether it's CNN, whether it's Fox News, you have to stop looking at all of this as a benign, benevolent apparatus Mm -hmm. designed to inform you and about a strategic and intentional means to sway you. Yeah. And this is a perfect... Not, I mean, I, I would love if it was apolitical, but it's unfortunately not. It's not considered apolitical. It would be a wonderfully apolitical way of showing you that it goes so much deeper than what you see. It's, it's not just turning on your, uh, com- your computer and reading a headline. It's so much more than that. Yeah. Uh, it's scary. I think it's similar to how people feel about like the White House press secretary. Like The White House press secretary seems like they should be like, an open and transparent source who like gives you information about the federal government, but actually they are attached to the the president as they are a political candidate. So mm-hmm. policies that lean towards that party are obviously given prefer- preferential treatment in the presentation that they give to the news media. It's not about, you know, actually just being, I mean, I would hope that there are some presidential administrations that could be like, we're going to put 
bipartisanship and you know uh, non-political agendas first but that's just unrealistic like the same way that PR agencies are hired to spin for their clients that's what the communication branch of the federal government is doing they are spinning for their client who is a representation of their party yep want to do super chats let's do super chats Halls and the Kid said I can't wait till Hannah Claire is a diehard Fast and Furious by the end of this also it helps if you think of it like a superhero movie don't try to make it make sense but i don't like superhero movies well that's your yeah first th- that's weird because uh halls and the kid told me that she doesn't like superhero movies a- either yeah also, also she was the one who was like stormed the studio when they hit break your record uh, there's there's more up above there i think they might have gone by they yeah they're gone okay so it says from clint <laughs> from clint torres says Hi, people. I saw the blondening on Mary's IG and immediately the thought... The blondening. And immediately thought to myself, this pleases me. Knew I was going to get my wish. So thank you, guys. I think you're an honorable man of your word, Brett. That was what, uh, that's what I posted. I said, when you make a wager, you honor that wager. So it's uh, from... Are you going to post a like picture on your Instagram did, of this? Well, not on my main... I, I posted one no, of my No, I want story. like a permanent one that no, goes... No, please. No. Yeah. From mm-hmm. I'll, ta- I'll take a video of you skating with your blonde hair, and then it's like in theme, but it's blonde. Maybe that. Center conservative mom ninety eight says, "Please do a color blue haired liberal Brett. You will never get blue haired liberal Brett." What that if is... we do like Star Spangled Banner? We do some red stripes. We do a yeah. little bit more bleach, so it's white. Some I stars. I bought some. I bought some. You know, when you're like, I bought like American flag pajama pants. You did. I, I never wear pajama pants, <laughs> but I bought them anyways. Hobbit for $5 says, natural hair matters. You were honorable and met the challenge, Brett. We can ask no more of you. See? Take that. No, I think you can ask more of him. It's not funny unless we make him dye his hair color. (laughs) Uh, AK Storm 49. Hannah Claire, you're giving Brett crap about losing the wager, but how is the Fast and the Furious treating you? Hopefully by now you've heard that I have done my first review. I'm going to try and commit to watching one a week, but realistically, I just don't have that kind of time, but I'll do my best. Also, I need other people to help me stream them and everyone in our office is aware of this. I, I can't tell you how many people have been like, don't worry, I will help you. I know how to, I have the DVDs. I, I was going bu- to buy you the box set. But I honestly think there are several men in our office who were like disappointed that I wasn't just watching them all in one weekend. They're like, that's just like two days of constant watching. And I was like, so it's only like seven Yeah, because I didn't have about? a life. <laughs> I got things to do. Um, I, I caught up. Okay. Waffle Sensei said, Rustleford Shackleton in chat wanted to know, did Hannah Claire make it to Tokyo Drift yet? And I also want to know. We, no, I just watched the first one. I'll hopefully watch the second one this weekend. I don't know what the second one's like in Miami. I think Tokyo yep. Drift is third. Too is Fast, Too Furious is, is in Miami. It's a beautiful thing. Ugh. Caper2x said, keep the darn cap off, Brett. We are trying to get the other Brett to check you up, but not if you look like a Pokemon player. Yeah, How do you marry in Hannah Claire? Howdy. Uh, Yikes. That, that's a, I like the, the backwards hat. does evoke a certain... I think you should have to keep it all... If you're only going to keep your hair like this this week, you should keep your cap off all week. I, this You guys keep... Talk about goalpost moving. My goodness. No, I'm just saying, like, I mean, what, have your audience weigh in on this, but, like, that seems fair to me. You can wear a cap Does anywhere. it now? Do you have to wear it the week that we celebrate your blondness? Yeah, it's just not fair. Caper 2X said, Hannah Claire, don't think of them as sequels, but as chapters in a large book. A visual war and peace, if you please. Don't overdose on popcorn now, counselor. Uh, that's so funny. I mean, 
War and I, peace. I don't even know how to respond to that one. I, <laughs> I really don't feel like they're chapters, but I, I respect the effort to assist me with this quest. Dragon's Talon 1001 said, Hannah Claire, make sure to have Simula Brett give you the money for the popcorn that was donated for your Fast and Furious movie festival. Also, yeah, I want to point I out. Did, that I did want the whole event to be catered. I felt like if I was going to do a 19 hour binge, I should That's at only least fair. Get food. The fact that you said Simula Brett that easily was beautiful. I, I wouldn't have known how to say that. <laughs> AK Storm 49 said super chat stopped because we had to hear how Hannah Claire suffered. Haha, ha, I say suffered because I lean toward her opinion. Ugh, thank goodness. Uh, well, that's too I bad. just feel like when no one's, whenever it stopped super chat again, I was like, am I boring though? Is this <laughs> how I get out of this challenge? Because we talked about different, like, because I'm not a co-host here, I'm just here once a week. If I watched all, I don't know, 100 of these movies or how many there are, like, you guys maybe wouldn't get to enjoy it. So we were trying to figure out a way that like, you like me watching them once a week seems like it makes more sense. I but. wanted to just do them as reviews and pretend they were brand new and not acknowledge the fact. Well, because we he was like, he, he came downstairs giggling on Friday and he was like, "We can do it this way." Like this man was excited to go blonde because I think you just had, just had such a good day. But then he was like, "You yeah, understand?" Yeah, he secretly likes it. He was the one who was like, "We'll do once a week reviews," and this way Mary has to watch them too. And I was like, "Mary isn't." Like, Mary shouldn't have to do this. Has to? I was going to buy you the box. It wasn't my wager. I was going to buy you the, the DVD box. To, to be fair, it wasn't my wager either. I'm and just you, a part of this. You could have... I don't even have a TV. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I don't have a streaming service, so... <laughs> uh, Clint said, Y'all know I love so very much to make it rain, but Hannah is making me feel gloomy like a drizzly day. Yeah, you were, you're bringing him down with your Fast and the Furious wow. takes. Look, do you guys want honesty or do you want me to just fake it? Lie like, to us, they crazy. say. If it's about, <laughs> uh, about the news, truth. About Fast and the Furious, lie to me. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Absolutely not. DJ Medeiro said, I would like to dedicate Fiona <laughs> Apple's Criminal to Amber Heard. The lyrics say it all. My gosh, I have not heard that song in a very, very long time. I don't know if I know that song. Uh, Rega Tan said, Hannah is a huge fan of her brother. She's a brocon? What's a brocon? I don't know. Who, I have no me? idea what that means. You? Oh, yeah, I said that on his birthday on IRL. I like wanted to acknowledge that it was his birthday, but I was working. And so on my sign up, I was like, happy birthday, brother. I'm a huge fan. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't really come up with what to say. That's very wholesome. Yeah. It's a very wholesome. He's thing a nice to do. guy. Huge fan. <laughs> Nathan Settlemeyer said, Hannah Claire, Tokyo Dr Drift is the best in the series. You'll love it. See, okay, I have heard mixed things. I've heard either you love Tokyo Drift or Tokyo Drift is where it goes off the rails. So we'll see. It's definitely very different. And it didn't feel like part of that was a spin if I've ever heard one. Are you a PR agent? It, uh, I'm just saying it doesn't have any of that main cast in any of the original main cast in there from the first two. It's not even in LA. <laughs> one more. Uh, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Fair enough. Wasn't well, even bad app. Brett, if I don't read it, I have an intention behind not reading it. Okay. I think it's weird because people like see what Bad App's <laughs> doing and now they're like, I'm going to do it too because I need Mary. Yeah, like you're not Bad App and even Bad App doesn't get his chats read. So where Mary, do you think this is going to end? Pay attention to us, Mary. Where do you think this is going to end for you? All right. Well, then do you, do you want to lead us into uh, our <laughs> wonderful discussion about... Uh, about House of the Dragon. Sure. And, uh, and, and the problems that exist when Hollywood <laughs> ruins your children. It's a wonderful, lighthearted topic. No, it's the opposite of that. But um, I saw this interview from an actress on House of the Dragon uh, in Newsweek where she talked about how an intimacy coordinator was essential to feeling comfortable in the explicit scenes she did for the show. Yep. And I was immediately suspicious because I think that intimacy coordinators are 
the cynical HR reps of the entertainment industry. Yeah, it's like a weird, like, <laughs> uh, modern day. Like, it's even worse than HR. Yeah, it is. It is worse, isn't it? It's like at a regular job, HR is to stop the sexual exploitation stuff from happening. This one's like this is we've just making the that- process streamlined. Somebody should make a sketch comedy series about like intimacy coordinators in the actual porn industry. I mean, yeah. Well, does that time. just mean that's any and you. all porn directors are are considered intimacy coordinators? Like, Basically. what? Where do you draw the line? Nope. Uh, anyway, I'm going to read some quotes from her interview. Her name's Emily Carey. She plays Alicent Hightower in the show. Uh, and she had to film a couple of scenes with a 47-year-old co-star. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who is her husband in the show. And uh, one of them was she had to bathe him. And then another one was a sex scene. So she said uh, she had to read the scripts and take this role while she was still 17, yep, by the she way. Was a, she, she played was this role for like three months while still 17. Oh, I don't like this at I, all. I remember this. Remember what happened <laughs> yeah. on original Game of Thrones with uh, what's her name? With uh, the girl who was grew up on the show and she was a child. Yeah, I, t- I told the story last time. The yeah. one with the big eyes. Yep. Yeah. I don't know her name because yep. I didn't watch the show. Nothing has changed. Nope. So she said still being 17. The first scene that I read from the show was my sex scene and my intimacy scenes. That includes the scene where I'm bathing the king. Wait, so there's an intimate... Is the intimacy coordinator only work during the intimate scenes? And the, is there like a, uh, is she, there like a sexual coordinator who she only She said that all, of, the, all of those scenes are just under the umbrella of intimacy, of intimate yeah. scenes. I was, I was being like uh, derisive and, and sarcastic, but yeah, yeah. It's actually a fair enough question to ask. Um. She said that she was scared and she was concerned because she hadn't seen G- Game of Thrones before and I don't know in pre-production watched the show for the first time and saw, of course, that they have a lot of graphic sexual violence in the original series. She wondered if she would have to do scenes like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she said that the intimacy coordinator they had on set was really helpful and made it a lot easier than she thought it was going to be. I also want to point out that I don't buy that she didn't know she would have to do that because a lot of shows, if they if they lean heavily into this type of content, uh, is they they put it in your contract that you have to that like when the show Power got made, Courtney, the the person who created that show, all the actors have nudity clauses in their contracts that say you may have to do this. Yeah, you're agreeing to do this. There's no way she didn't know that. Yeah, and it's insane nudity. to me that you can contractually obligate a an underage actor to do things that only an adult actor. Can like, do. do you think that they were trying to see specifically give her exposure to like this is what you'd be half doing in case she doesn't want the role? Like, this was they should this they was, should steal man that argument. Like, look, if you can't handle doing this, you need to not also, apply. Like, did they? So they filmed these scenes when she was seventeen. No, no, this no, was filmed hired. after she turned eighteen while they already were filming. So, like, 
it's all weird right but like if they were like these are the scenes that your character will do like we need you to know right off the bat if you're comfortable with the acknowledgement that like she was going to be 17 by by the time production started 18 by the time and the fact that she was 17 when she signed her contracts means her parents co-signed it which i find disgusting also which is just so typical of parents in the entertainment industry but i guess theoretically they could have been like cool well your parents won't sign it we'll come back to you in what three months and give you the contract then but she was she was already filming while still not 18 they yet. just couldn't do those scenes yeah, until yeah, yeah, she yeah. Was which 18. is even more like gross and they're just doing this in broad daylight it, and it is funny too because they usually go out of their way to not hire people under 18 in a lot of these cases yeah. because you can it minimizes the amount of hours you yeah. can work mm-hmm. it, it severely limits your schedule so they're like uh, actually, I don't know if they're not filming in the U.S. That might not matter as much. It, they're all—I mean, there are a lot of countries that have laws about this. But it would also be—I guess—it would probably be more tied to their union than it would be to the, mm. the okay. place they're living. Maybe it's like so, a mix. Yeah. yeah so, uh, so it, it is interesting to me that they—they they couldn't just find a nineteen-year-old. A yeah, isn't that interesting? Because they also have a twenty-two-year-old playing a teenager yeah. in the show. The, the girl I'm not plays. saying that I totally agree with that either. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's possible to cast someone who's the same adult. thing happened when we were watching. Uh, uh, Rings of Power, the the Nor, uh, Nori. Nori's twenty two and she plays like a thirteen, fourteen she looks, year old. She looks like yeah. a child. On Gilmore Girls, the girl who plays uh, uh, Rory's best friend is in her thirties and she's playing no a teenager. One. But That's it's funny. also funny. Well, like okay, Del was like eighteen, nineteen. Back in the day, we used they used to joke about how like the people. I mean, it's still kind of like that. Like the people who play high schoolers never look like high schoolers. Yeah. But now it's getting closer because like the joke is like they just live. We live such pampered lives now that you don't age as fast as you did. There's those great videos you can find on like Instagram and TikTok of like it's like a guy's the camcorder must have been this big to bring it to his local <laughs> high school in the nineties. And they all look like middle-aged people look like now. Right. And it's not just uh, how they dressed and their hairstyles either. I think they no. did genuinely look older. They age faster. I, I know this. you'll like this one. Uh, her parents are involved in the theater industry themselves. Like, Oh, interesting. That is very interesting, is it not? And she identifies as queer. Yeah, I saw... Uh, Emily Carey, who identifies with she, they pronouns. Can and then I, they continue to use only she, her pronouns I throughout the year. I have a question <laughs> to ask. I, I asked you this question earlier. I want to know, what is the benefit? Uh, she, her, I get. They, them, I get, even if I would never do it. I, I guess, whatever. What is the benefit of she, they, and how does it differentiate? Does that completely make her not possible? Well, I, I think it's it means call me they them, but if you, it like and it's optional, but if you call me she her, it's still frowned upon. So the like, she, I the her is implied in the she. Yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. the same tense, right? Yes, like she her they them. So, so I think they're saying that she can be she her slash they them, and it's all acceptable. But it's a little bit less I, woke to call her she. she I think her. it's like. Yeah, I use cisgender pronouns, but like I'm, I'm okay with being gender non-binary. The same thing. Like, yeah, the same thing happened with Demi Lovato when they added when she added she/her back to her pronouns. All the articles that went out of their way to refer to her as they them immediately switched back to referring to her as she/her because it's just how the language works. It's so hard to write constantly in they/them pronouns about a singular person. Yep, yep. it's like a very difficult challenge. I yep. don't like. Well, I I really do. Somebody's believe... gonna clip that this clip of me one day and be like, "See, was always a bad journalist." I but I stand that... by it. <laughs> I believe they do it. On, I believe that there's a. I, 
maybe not all of them, in, in a lot of the kids who've just been raised into this uh, sort of ideology see it as actually who they are. But I think that a lot of the people early on were a lot less uh, uh, honest in their intentions, and I think they like making it harder on other people. I think just the fact that you can limit we, we've done a couple of topics where I've had to stop talking about someone because I kept screwing it up, and so I just gave up on talking about it. I think they enjoy the control well, this of is, being this able This is to really besides the point, but I can see why someone raised by people in, like, theater and the film industry yeah. would... <laughs> Explain what her parents do, and Mary's like, mm, I understand back, why they signed the contract what, now. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling it back to But to be talking. fair, what I mean is that, like, if sh- sh- they... If Thank you. she gets this contract, she's like, I really want to do this job. I'm going to be 18 soon anyways. If they're already in the industry, they're like, yes, huge deal. Good for your career. Better than protecting you. More yeah, like- it's just complete okay. permission for everything. Thank you, guys. How Thank you. many times did your heads break look, on Friday? Look at that. Sound? Beautiful <laughs> entertainment, not an intimacy Weirdly, coordinator Weirdly, hearing that 26 times in a row did not phase me at all. I'm just like... I, I, did you get good about talking through it, or did you get as distracted as I do every time? I it, I don't think it distracts me. I talk right through it now. <laughs> but, but like, I just want to point out, no intimacy coordinator needed. Plenty of entertainment value here. Yes. <laughs> so, to be fair, we're all sitting like very far apart from one another. That's, it's like a, the, that's a fair point. It's like we don't even need one because the furniture is our intimacy coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was this quote from her interview that I wanted to read because it's especially insidious. She said, it was empowering being on that set as a young girl and being treated the same as all of these very established men. And I just want to point out, I don't think that a teenage girl on a set should be treated the same way as a middle-aged man with an established career. And if she is being treated the same way, it's disingenuous. Infarious? It's supposed to inflate her ego so that she's distracted from her natural discomfort at the idea of simulating sex on screen. Yeah, also... In front of millions of people. There is an implication here that she is supposed to behave like a middle-aged established right. man. Like, And I not. can just that see this down the line turning into another one of these stories that is like... At the time, I thought it was a good idea, but actually, like, I was pressured into it. I wasn't comfortable, blah, Which, blah, blah. as you know, is my biggest Which the intimacy peeve. coordinator yeah. is supposed to mitigate the well, risk of that happening. The intimacy coordinator, I think, really is supposed to cover the liability of the theater yes. production company. Yeah, they're not there to make them feel more comfortable. It's they're like there when to a that was my That was essentially like, my hey, take. When a company's like, hey, can you talk to our lawyer? Like, it's to protect the company because that's who pays the lawyer's bills. Yeah, I I said intimacy coordinators are not inherently more compassionate than an HR rep because their goal is to streamline the process of this uh, of this scene getting filmed, mm-hmm. and if you make it difficult, you will get replaced. And secondly, to avoid liability or PR issues and for I the s- company. And I want to know: Are there male intimacy coordinators? I would bet you guess that there might be if they're gay. I, I actually believe I don't believe that there will be straight uh, male intimacy coordinators. I can see the industry seeing it as too much of a problem or a liability that they won't want to like like it would I be just don't v- think there would be enough work for a straight uh, male intimacy coordinator because I think with the amount of shows on TV right now that any any scene it doesn't have to be Game of Thrones it doesn't have to be I nudity think, to require and this, is, this is like really unfair but I think it is the way Hollywood works I think straight men are supposed to be like 
you know, they like doing sex scenes. It makes them feel cool and like they don't have the same problems that women have. So I think we are less likely to employ straight male, like basically out of insensitivity, mm-hmm. we are less likely to employ straight male intimacy coordinators. Well, yeah, that's that's my conclusion too. I, just, I think it's, I, I think it's, because uh, I made the comment too, I said, look, the age difference makes a, makes a huge part of this, but imagine they're closer in age, right? And the intimacy coordinator is uh, a woman and the director is a woman and the other person is a woman. Does his discomfort, maybe the guy's, sh- maybe the guy is not uh, the most forthcoming person. I said, the guy who plays Patty in the show, he's not the most, like, he's a pretty droopy looking dude. What if the guy's body conscious, self-conscious, you know, self-conscious about how he looks, self-conscious about doing the scene? That's not unheard of. But he's men. also expected to be more self-aware and aware of what his uh, sensitivities are. Compared to a teenager, no. The example I'm saying, I understand about this actor. I'm saying, but imagine now we take two actors that are closer in age. Is the guy just supposed to be like, what if I want a guy to talk about with this stuff, or is he supposed to just be like, sorry, too bad, you have to both be accommodating and uh, take it like a champ? Because the truth is that the liabilities that have uh, occurred before are usually when the woman expresses. She was uncomfortable. Unless you're Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, and then she's like, "Bounce chicka wow wow." And well, she how much started directing sexual scenes between yeah. her boyfriend and a woman she hated. So yep. I don't know what that was about. I, I just how think, often do you guys talk about all of the "Don't Worry, Darling" stuff? We did a, a couple of episodes. We, we talked about it. It's kind of blown over. Now I don't think anyone's gonna watch the film. I just I, I just like wanna... how much attention Chris Pine is getting as like someone who's clearly <laughs> miserable. <laughs> I do, I just think it's fair to point out that like y- your focus is on how clearly exploitative this is. I'm just making a minor sidebar that I think the guy should have a right to feel discomfort and okay. not be. But we can go back. Yeah, now. but it's like it's you only need to point that out because these scenes are inherently uncomfortable to film, mm-hmm. and if you become adept at compartmentalizing your feelings enough to be able to film them often and not feel a certain type of way about it. Yeah. That's because you are like a unique outlier, not, you know, you know what I mean? Like as an entertainer, I remember that would make you an outlier in that, in that way. And I don't think that these scenes should even be on TV to be totally honest, even if they're framed as something negative I don't think that's the point. It shouldn't be on screen at all, in my opinion. Yeah, I tend to fall more in the category of like, at least, uh, like, maybe, maybe it's called just like, take what you can get from the degeneracy that is Hollywood. I'm like, well, at least they're portraying the bad behavior. If you behavior. had a slogan, it would be, take what you can get. get like, like <laughs> at least they're portraying the bad behavior as bad behavior. At least but we've got that There going are for still us. certain things that would be accurate to medieval Europe that they don't show. Like, so you draw a line somewhere, you have to. I do also want to point out, I remember reading a story a long time ago that was really interesting. I, it might have been on the set of True Detective, but they were talking about how they were in like a, like a it was like a, supposed to be a scene similar to like one of these scenes where it's like they're in like a brothel or something and there's a lot of people like having sex and they hired actual porn performers to do like the background roles, like the, the, the non-speaking roles in it. And they said that the actors were shocked when they're like, okay, time to get naked. And all the porn performers were like, and just standing around nude and all the regular actors. Because they're much more comfortable with Yeah, and all the regular actors were like, this is not normal. Because like you said, they've developed, uh, it's like a scab that's formed over and they've developed that 
resistance to the awkwardness that should be naturally felt in that position, right? But now Hollywood seems to be encroaching more and more on that territory and seems to want to make it more about being comfortable in a situation that's inherently not supposed to be comfortable. And it's also about pushing the boundaries of viewers who uh, who see incest on screen in House of the Dragon. Like, there are people shipping a blood niece and uncle on this show. I, I have that. They had related? Yes, yes. The... I don't well, really follow the show, so I don't know. So they the, have a- the actress I was just talking about, she was not the niece in the show. There was a different actress. Um, Millie Alcock's character. Uh, yes, and yeah. Matt Smith. Yeah. They're related in the show, and they had a kiss scene, an incestuous kiss scene at a brothel in the show, and people are shipping this like it's a normal couple. Don't, like, don't Do you tell you- me you're framing it mm-hmm. as bad when every... Like, the viewers are actually debating whether the, these two characters are good for each other and they're related by blood in the show. De- DeviantArt and, and Tumblr have seeped into the real world. It's not even just Tumblr and DeviantArt. This is mainstream. It's in porn. It's in now, like, a mainstream television show that millions of households are watching. So it says, love how, the, how people were disgusted by Jamie and Cersei, but are totally on board for some uncle-niece incest and Damon should be treated as a groomer because he, just because she always wanted it, uh, she also wanted it, has been a cop-out for a lot of older men using teenage girls. I also want to point out that we have an epidemic of, like, women teachers who get away with, like, uh, it's sexual assault when that when that, when a male teacher assaults a, uh, a, a female student, but when a female uh, teacher assaults a male student, it's uh, what is it, sexual misconduct. Mm-hmm. They always soften the language. So it is not unique to any one gender. You know what's more interesting? How the media has a really hard time talking about when female teachers uh, become sexually involved with underage female minors. Oh, wow. There, I, I, this is, there's been a couple of cases mm-hmm. of this, and the media does not know what to do with this kind of conversation, so they try to ignore it. Yeah. There was a scene in... Um, it's all abuse, just to be clear. There's a there's a scene in the movie, uh, not another teen movie, where they're like, "Did you guys ever see Cruel Intentions?" Mm-mm. Well, the, in Cruel Intentions, um, Ryan Phillippe and Sarah Michelle Gellar's character are like a stepbrother and sister, and there's a it's like a creepy, dangerous liaisons type thing where she's like trying to get him to do something to her, and her her reward to him is that he can finally have sex with her. And then in the in not another teen movie, they make the characters related, and the girl keeps going after the uh, the guy played by uh, Chris Evans, and he's constantly like, "Why are you doing this? This is freaking gross." And then finally, in one scene, he's like, "But we're related." She goes, "Only by blood." <laughs> it's a comedy. Weird. It was it was it was n- supposed to be a joke. It was a joke, but it was just it just time just kept going. Just treat like a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah it exa- makes sense. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it was that. By the way, if anybody here has not seen not another teen movie, everyone should see that. It was a that was a fantastic time i did see that at one point comedies were uh, uh, a lot allowed to be funny when uh, it was okay i don't know i've never seen it you gotta see it there's this the, the hippie albino. i have a lot to do in terms of watching movies yes, i can't do. really take any other <laughs> requests right now so it says um, uh, your daughter was spotted at a whorehouse my king so what with her uncle and then it says uh, 404 bad connection. Also in the scene, he ditches her at the brothel and she has to go home. So he left. Her, so she had to <laughs> and walk then, of And then she loses her, her virginity right after that to like her. Um, what is, he's like a guy that yeah, like the, guards, the guy that guards her, her. Yep. at night. I remember night. that scene. Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't know. I just don't think that things like this should be on TV. 
Amen. And what's the solution? Certainly Hollywood isn't going to get any less degenerate. The solution, in my opinion, would be decency laws. Funny, I know they, a lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's my opinion. Funny how they always, like Hollywood is horrible at show, don't tell, except when it's this stuff. Like right. Hollywood is horrible at show, don't tell, except for when they actually want to show. Like, this, so it's clearly intentional. <laughs> these scenes would be the perfect place to, impl like you would rather they didn't do the storyline at all. I'm saying you can do the storyline, but maybe uh, implied would work no, better. No, they, they can do a storyline. But they don't have to show so, so everything saying, like you that. You could imply it. I don't think that they should be barred from having a storyline. So, so maybe the, the the goal here would be to imply what happened rather than actually like show that it. That is basically what was done when we did have decency laws yep. like that. So, it's know. not impossible. It's not even difficult, actually. All right, <laughs> uh, Hannah Claire, what do you think? Well, I've only seen the first episode of this, and I didn't watch Game of Thrones, so I can't comment on all of it. I think that the question of should there or should there not be intimacy coordinators is hard to unpack because, you know, unless suddenly decency laws are introduced tomorrow. Or maybe the idea is to be more open and honest about what an intimacy coordinator's purpose actually is, and it's not to make the actors feel more comfortable. It's to cover up liability for I mean, the studios. But, like, then you could say if we had decency laws, they wouldn't need to do that because that wouldn't be there. I think part of it is this, there's no way for Game of Thrones to tell its story without the like heavy depiction of sex. It's part and of the, and, that's and, part of the brand. And violence. And like, I don't personally feel like I need to watch it partially because I'm not interested in the plotline. all partially because like, I don't know. Sometimes when you think about like older directors, like, those even if they try to make it as small a set as possible during like sex scenes like there's still a guy operating a boom mic and there's still everyone's yep. pr agents and like all of that feels creepy to me and so the same way that like you wouldn't consume other contact that like actively puts people at risk in order to make it like i don't feel the need to suddenly get into this knowing what i know about it yeah. if you like game of thrones you're gonna watch this regardless of how old the actress was when you watch it you're not like very few people are gonna take a moral stance on this fair point that's my yeah. thoughts super chats uh clint said i'm gonna try again tomorrow be well mary and brett try again what try again what stay come back i don't know what we, you mean we want you here dragon stalin 1001 said so our intimacy coordinator is like the devil on the shoulder while the hr rep is supposed to be the angel uh they're they're both just i think they're to, both to, devils to protect the studio yeah that app said i've been summoned my spidey sense was tingling I f I, i'm surprised there isn't a spidey emoji i suppose that would be copyrighted i just think mm, mary yeah. going like you're not bad at he's gonna be like so she does pay attention to me she likes me <laughs> right i've messed up melanie curvone said just got done listening to the 200th episode congrats guys looking good with the blonde locks brett also hannah claire i feel bad for you can't stand those effing fast and furious movies lol i would have called it a bot if she hadn't said something nice brett about my to, hair so i think <laughs> brett should have to keep his blonde hair until i finish no 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 that's only fair no nah, no nope New. As long Maybe as we're then, all suffering, okay, fine. Throw me then, a Fast and Furious weekend and cater it. Then how about this? You have you know, to watch the Fast and the Furious by the time I cut my hair, no. which is then my choice. So you're on the deadline. No, because mine is a 
committed 17 hours that I, I have, have to have fit this into every my hour life somehow. of the day. Yeah, it doesn't go away. And you look great. Everyone is commiserating with me, and they're like, Brett, you look gorgeous, blonde. <laughs> I don't understand why you're going to change it. The blonde and the furious. Hobbit said, Tim says civil war, I say culture war. They want to normalize this behavior and erode any form of good morals in the culture, making kids into drones. Uh, and empty consumers. Uh, I still believe it. I don't remember if it was you or somebody here that made that comment that said, like, uh, lonely people consume more media. And I really do think that that's part of it is like if we if yeah, we, that was Dane. if we isolate everyone and we aren't uh, engaging in meaningful relationships, we don't have great careers. We don't have a uh, family to go home to after having uh, a day at your job that, you know, you're a lot more likely to just fill those empty spaces with yeah. consumable media. And it does feel like I do. I believe that there that. Bob Chapek is in a dark room going, <laughs> we are going to keep them from getting married. So they will buy my latest crappy Disney remake. Well, no. I don't think it's, we'll keep them from getting married. I think it's like, we're going to make it so that shows come out when other people would be like going to a Bible study or joining a book club or like golfing with their friends or like doing whatever else. Mm -hmm. Like they want you to be at home in front of your TV in front of, instead of like interacting with other people. Yeah. And, and releasing think, movies to streaming instead of movie theaters is also part of that. Well, we don't want them going outside. It's, yeah. It's dangerous. They we might... wouldn't want consuming media to ever be a communal yep. hobby. Experience. Right. Not to mention well, you're only allowed to have one opinion on media now anyways because it's also polarized. Like, oh, you didn't like the new uh, trailer for Little Mermaid? Well, you must be a racist, sexist, bigoted homophobe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where. If I don't know how you'd be a homophobe. homophobe but but <laughs> you are a mermaid. Somehow. You are a mermaidophobe. Yeah. And you are anti-mermaid and that is a bad thing. So. <laughs> Rob Lee said she needed to look like the adult version. Um, what does that what? mean? I'm not sure. Who is she? She needs to look like the adult version. Oh, because they hired because they're they're doing a time jump in the show. Oh, so she has to look like the girl, like the actress who's going to portray the adult version of that character. They're talking about the seventeen-year-old actress. Uh, like, why go? I with still her? think they could have gotten a nineteen-year-old that could still look fairly close to the adult version. Or recast if you really want yeah. this young actress. Either wait till she's the right age, or recast the adult version. Yeah. yeah. Waffle Sensei said. I've seen it before. A couple critical role actors did he, they for their D&D &D characters. The purpose of she, they means I have always gone by she and I'm not gay, but I want to be part of the cult. I didn't get that memo, but I'm glad I got the answer. Thank wow. you. Thank you, Waffles. <laughs> like I said, it's, uh, it all feels like weird, a weird form of like uh, kind of cultural enforcement done through like subversive means. Like you have to follow the rules or else, but we don't have to tell you that. You, just, you should just know. Mm -hmm. so. uh, bad app I'm not reading that Thousand Foot Deep End said The Blonde and the Furious More <laughs> I'm sorry. like What? I, the, the, the Bad app one is really funny You don't have I to know. read it But uh, I'm picturing that in Tyrese's <laughs> voice And I'm getting great joy out of it I don't want to know Thousand Foot Deep End said The Blonde and the Furious More like The Blonde is Furious Am I, I think right? that's true Well there's two blondes here So I mean Hannah Claire's a little bit blonde yeah, too Yeah there's some blonde so. I'm an ambiguous hair color um, <laughs> I think that she's blonde slash they. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blonde slash who even knows. Um, I think that Brett is feeling a little more fiery with the blonde. I do want to point that out. I, I am somehow uh, standing up for myself more because of it my must be that what little we, bit of orange. What if we did flames when we get like a certain number, it's like not. a ring of flames around your head? People also suggested uh, cheetah print. No, yeah. no, no. <coughs> 
not happening. We could do zebra stripes. What? How oh. about we just go back to, to dark brown? How no. about that? The thing is, you've already put in this legwork. Like, next time when we have to yeah. dye more color, we're going to have to, like, Why throw away your progress? Like, you might as well ride this out for a little while. Ugh. Guys, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about <laughs> save the. Save I will absolutely one. never move we're on gonna, to the fact that you bleached your head because you got so many crisis parties. Like, well, hey, it's I, my best professional accomplishment. It meant the world to me that uh, that it, that we were able to accomplish that and that we were able to have such an amazing 200 episode. And arguably, I think 201 was incredible too. I had a really good, we had a, like, a, a good, really good time yeah. yesterday. So, uh, it, like you know, you got to make good on your word. Wow. But he went blonde and suddenly he's having all good days. Interesting. <laughs> and he wants to go back. I have heard that. Uh, and now uh, you have the perfect excuse for any time that you make some kind of blunder. You're you're blonde now. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, and plus, I can just have fun all the time. I don't have to have bad times. They do I have heard more fun. Blonde. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to talk about the Queen and censorship. It says Sky TV cuts Queen Elizabeth II related jokes. From last week tonight with John Oliver in the UK, does this uh, does this upset you guys? Do you find this that shocking? he got cut off or that, his jokes? That, no, that he got that he got cut. It's funny. I'm like, conflicted because I'm very authoritarian. Yes, and you are. I kind of lean a little bit pro censorship sometimes like it's a toss-up for me it's uh, we were and talking. i don't like john oliver yeah well, so yeah. my personal prejudice against john oliver also is factored in <gasps> i think it might be based what, what's what's funny is like when, when when there there was a there was somebody here they, they were doing a story and, and me and mary were talking about how different me and mary are we really are very like we were saying we we disagree on like ninety nine percent almost everything. <laughs> uh, and it's it's what like, it's, it's what makes this work. I truly do believe that uh, I I do not think that censorship uh, is the right idea. But on the same respect, I kind of understand that um, the Queen matters to England in a in a way that is unique that I don't know if we would really in have. a way that the president doesn't matter personally to american citizens yeah, well yeah. E- even then i think they would like I, and I mean, their monarchy also takes a place similar to pop culture here exactly so i, I, I think, think it's more complicated than equating it to pop culture here i, I already did this rant once uh oh, did since you? queen's death yeah i did it on irl but i'll do it again for you guys america heard, you know, has oh no- is irl that show that covers politics it's like this new thing yeah, we're we, launching we like started this news show yeah. um, i've heard that because like i, I go on sometimes to help them out so like, we try to stay out of current events so that we don't step in their territory sometimes yeah. the guy that hosts that show talks about pop culture and we kind of have to reprimand him yeah. i will say their lights <laughs> their lighting is not as cool as this you really uh, gotta yeah. give him some notes well, you, i mean they're, they're we young. gotta get more funding for their studio they're <laughs> kind of struggling but you know Mary what they're doing a, a lot with sight. a little they're yeah. doing a lot with a little and we really support them so go subscribe very, over there guys pro- anyways okay so <laughs> i feel you know the the monarchy in the uk is a complicated history and i am not here to defend it Mm. in all of its glory and integrity or whatever else like there are mistakes and it's complicated and also i don't think every the host on that other podcast says it's complicated a lot Mm -hmm. so that makes sense um but the queen is representational not just of i wouldn't say pop culture pop culture is more of the current year the monarchy is representational of a 
um, of British history as well as British culture that has really dramatically changed, especially during her 70-year reign. Well, and I, also, and I, so, point out, I don't think it's necessarily equated to pop culture. When I think of when, uh, when American media censors stuff like this, it usually has to do with actual national tragedy, right? So something yeah. similar to this. Like when uh, I remember on episodes of Bones, there was like, I believe Texas Tech happened and there was an incident involving that that episode they were doing at a mm-hmm. college. They censored the episode. The show Numbers had a show in Involving like a train like a major train collision mm-hmm. and then just that week there was a major train collision in California they stopped that episode that's not unheard of to have stuff no wait like they they don't usually censor it completely they they just hold it yeah. for a period of time and, and then come back to it there are a lot of anti-monarchy protesters who are demonstrating at these public events that like mm. you know so the queen was um her casket was at a, a cathedral in Scotland. It got moved to London today. And there have been anti-monarchy protesters there the whole time mm-hmm. who, like, the government specifically is like, we want to respect your right to freedom of expression, but we also can't tolerate it if it's uh, intervening in, like, these proceedings, right? Do they even have an equivalent to a First Amendment there? They don't have the right to free speech the way we have it. There are, are like... Their social media rules are awful. Yeah, there, we have the right to free speech is spelled out. It's guaranteed. There are rights to like free expression, and there's a right to like hold your own opinion. But it's not as concrete as American uh, free. It's the same way with Canada, right? Canada doesn't have an absolute right to free speech, but they do have some uh, rights to free expression and free opinion. You know, mm-hmm. people don't equate themselves to being in communist China. Uh, with John Oliver, and again, I don't watch his show. I loved his stand-up way, way, way back in the day. I thought it was really funny, but then he got super political, and I think he's not that interesting. Just frankly, like I don't think his jokes are that good. His it's a jokes lot of about the yelling. Queen also weren't that edgy no, they, they or even funny. Edgy he at said, all. We have to start with the UK, which is clearly still reeling from the shocking death of a 96-year-old woman from natural causes. But yeah. um. T- it like he has like, not been funny cool. for a long time. <laughs> I don't know. I also think that like it even if he doesn't care about it like the death of the queen is a huge deal to like BBC suspended all of its uh, programming to, because they knew they'd have to cover this nonstop. They British the school crown. children have 10 days of school off because they're in national mourning. And so but really, th- that what this doesn't tells apply you? to people who have like real blue collar jobs to do. There are a lot of businesses that give time off during this because it's it's unprecedented. It's a huge deal. Uh, I can't speak to all of it because I'm not there. But it's sort of like British, essential workers. Oh, they all they always get nobody gets more you know? screwed than the essential workers. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would say about like John Oliver's comments are just basically that it shows that he is trying to appeal to an American audience and not to a British audience. I Mm. think that ultimately he feels like his popularity and his paycheck gets cut from Hollywood because there are a lot of Americans who are like, yeah, I get it, she was old and she died, but like, why are you guys so upset? And I think it's because we don't have an equivalent head of state in the United States the way that the British government has the monarchy. And I also think so many people in uh, England and in the parts in the countries that are affected by this recognize that like this is the end to a huge portion of history like yeah. the modern monarchy dies with queen elizabeth so that it says the other it says that he also makes reference to like liz trust he says the other thing that they're going through is they have to have liz trust in charge of the conservative party that she took over there but here's some of the responses but that's like the thing it's so clear he's not a member of the conservative party like oh cool like you're just like every other late night host in america who's clearly a liberal yeah. like this is 
not he is not interesting he's not funny that's why like his jokes aren't offensive because they're just not that good so it says so this is some of the twitter response it says don't censor my last week tonight i am british i am a monarchist and i can take a joke uh, uh, if John uh, Sky, if, if John Oliver wants to have an intelligent, jovial, factual opinion about our queen, I want to hear it for f's sake. The coverage and forced mourning here is getting real out of hand. So that's categorized. But as is forced. it really forced mourning? It's not. That's the thing. Like there are huge crowds everywhere gathering to interact with the monarchy and the representation of the monarchy to attend funeral services to in some way acknowledge this is also happening in Canada this is also happening in Australia like I get that you don't like the monarchy and I welcome you to have your own opinions on it but like John Oliver is not suffering because this one joke didn't make it through and he's also not that good so if he needed this one joke to make it through you can see that his career is not Super successful. It sounds like from this tweet that they had cut off his show early before. They edited they edited it in a way that was clear that they edited it at the last minute, which means that it was probably more noticeable than if they had time to polish it, the edits. What did they edit out? The the jokes. They edited out the jokes about the queen from the second. Well, they're they're making it sound like Sky had cut off the show before. Before I, this happened. Oh, I don't I don't know. So they a, said, please do not censor last week tonight with John Oliver again. Just do, because he says a few edgy things. Oh, I did. I, no, I found an article before that said he had made comments about the Queen before that yeah, uh, he had been okay. censored. But I take it as like, well, I mean, again, like I should look into this because I don't actually know. But like, uh, I think think you are not there are legal protections to what you're allowed to say publicly about the cleaner like what you're allowed to publish but yet, mm-hmm. again because they don't have the absolute right to free press or freedom of speech in the uk but yeah, they also but I don't like, have the answer for you right now. a lot of them here are pointing out that there's a very obvious edit uh in it the funny thing is it reminds me back and this is a completely ridiculous uh comparison but the uk used to have their own like they would broadcast wwe wrestling or wwf wrestling it would have been back in the day and they had different standards for what was considered appropriate for television as far as violence would go, right? So if somebody in America, you could watch a professional wrestler take a, a, a metal folding chair and just, just absolutely destroy a dude in the head <laughs> with the chair. When you would watch the UK version, they would do these hilarious edits where they would just sort of freeze the video and then it would pick back up after the chair shot happened. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it till I was older, but it wasn't just my TV being a piece of crap or, or the video I recorded being crappy. It was actually the network editing these segments mm-hmm. so that you couldn't see it happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those are the only versions you can find now if you want to see certain things that <laughs> aired like in the UK. Uh, you can't find the American version of it or there is no American uh, broadcast version of it. So you see these hilarious ones where they're just edited in a way that would never have been done today. <laughs> and now the now they have all their... Uh, now you have to watch Game of Thrones with the, you know incest and, <laughs> and yeah. all this uh, awful stuff. But back That's in the day... That's totally fine now. Yeah, but, but two dudes, grown men hitting each other in the head with chairs. It's in like, a choreographed fight. Hey... <laughs> We're not gonna, I mean, it's real. We're not going to get into... It's real. It's in, pro wrestling is incredible. <laughs> it's okay? real. It's incredible. It's real. Uh, so <laughs> legalities aside and their, whether or not they have a right to free speech in the UK, do you guys think this was morally justified? I don't think they should have edited it. I think they should have left it 
uh, personally. I, I understand uh, on the authoritarian tip that uh, that you uh, and you're not a fan of John Oliver. I have no opinion of John Oliver, and I think all late night show hosts are kind of interchangeable. We're going to talk about that a little bit later with Jimmy Kimmel and the fact that they're all kind of lame. But I just I would have rather seen than. I think there's something to be said about being able to make uh, like like we talk about dark humor here a lot. Uh, I've had jokes made at yeah. my expense and made jokes at other people's expense. And I think being able to laugh in a time when uh, when something has happened, and I also I to call those jokes anything close to edgy, yeah, is a <laughs> hilarious. I was gonna say misinterpretation from the jokes I've seen from him about this subject. Like mm. they don't seem edgy, and like I don't really necessarily think they were worth edgy censoring. in the fact that they talked about it at all. I do think that like if we're gonna talk about morality, we have to give cultural context there and. From my understanding, like disparaging the monarchy is actually ant- antithetical to traditional British values, but even when you disagree with do it. Do those values exist anymore and are they widely shared anymore? See, that's like, that's a really interesting thing to talk about because so much of British cultural uh, identity shifted under Queen Elizabeth's reign and she has been um, in some ways critiqued for uh, going back on some of the traditional british customs and standards like if the british monarchy is supposed to be representational of like ultimate um idealized culture then the monarchy fails all the time right but i don't feel bad for john oliver i don't think this joke was that edgy i also recognize that like for an american audience the idea that they would censor a joke is upsetting but like censorship is alive and well in more countries and in some ways it encroaches in america like i think we should be aware that this does happen and our right to free speech is unique to american culture and i think in america it's just better hidden when it happens oh the censorship is still here it's just uh it's just underhanded and corporatized and whatever that's a whole other yeah that's a whole other discussion (laughs) one of the comments is i hate monarchies but americans really are disrespectful to everyone and have no decorum this was a really bad timing to make jokes about the death of a 96 year old woman geez people that is literally british though and and plus it's like that doesn't like make it. And if he's trying to appeal to an American audience, then he's talking about British politics, which the American audience has no clue about. But that's what I mean. Like Remember that's why I think his response being like, like there are late night hosts who handle challenges and tragedies that they maybe don't totally agree with, like with a more neutral tone. Like the fact that he was like, I'm gonna make a joke about how it's ridiculous that we're so upset that someone that like an old lady died. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that tells you that he is targeting Americans because Americans. You know, and I don't think they're being insensitive. Just don't feel the weight of this the same way that British people. It's do. why globalist entertainment will never work because we don't have shared values mm-hmm. and we don't have shared experiences. I also want to point out: Do you remember when they had when 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 Trump was there and they had the big baby like overblown baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to call Americans poor of decorum, I think that uh, thanks to the internet and just changing morals in society, I don't think a lack of decorum yeah. is unique to the United States. And I will States, say in personally. John Oliver's benefit, there were way worse comments made about her. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You know, like this that, is really not that bad. And about King hand. Charles. Yeah. This, to me, um, it was more It was more about the censorship to me because I, I did I mean, think I also to, think a late night host should be able to joke because like when I see like Jimmy Kimmel in tears again i could if i never had to see jimmy kimmel in tears it's it's sort of like jimmy kimmel is the jordan peterson of late night except he has none of the actual Actual vulnerability and 
like history like personal history to act that way also i don't think late night should have that somber attitude mm. to I it i just don't really believe in late night tv i guess so <laughs> at also, all i just don't like it has I, such a long history like, sure but like it's dead they're all doing exactly the same thing and they're all identical you could intercut their se- segments and for the most part you get the same show because they yeah. don't want laughter they want clapter uh also i want to point out it isn't wasn't the traditional the traditional purpose of a uh, of a of a court jester to be the only one that could mock the king, right? The yeah. that so the idea that uh, the the court jester is the only one that can mock the king. So isn't that kind of if we were treating this job in its traditional role, and that's what he is as a late night entertainer, he is a court jester. I, but he's like a court jester for the public media. He's not a court jester for the monarchy. But I'm just saying, uh, like if we could, if we were to but look at like it, that's like an important that distinction, role, right? Because role. he doesn't actually fit in that role. Um, he's a court jester for the public, but he has actually no. But it wasn't. The, but it wasn't the state. monarchy that censored him. It was a. It was a corporate TV network. Yeah, right. which him. I would point out that's the government of England and not the state of England. Sun, the Sun. Uh, I'm sorry, not the Sun. The uh, what was it? Uh, or thank you. It's corporate Sky. Enterprise. That's what I'm saying. Sky Media is not a government institution. Which it's, like it's a private. It's not BBC. Yeah, it's a and but they're also beholden to their laws so it's just it is interesting to me that uh that where these i mean what diverge. you might hear from that is that someone on the executive team of sky media was like that's inappropriate and i don't want to air that i mean that's them acting out of morals okay all right let's do some super chats we managed to get a lot of that story yeah considering the joke is so not interesting it is yeah not. The, the john oliver is like one of the least interesting he even looks boring about. he looks He's legitimately so boring boring like he he, he looks late night like, is dead you're right he, he looks like somebody who, like, you could give the most... Inter- he could have the most interesting story in the world, and you would either not believe him or still fall asleep while he told it to you. I don't know how the ecosystem of both daytime and late-night television is still going, because streaming is where TV is right now, and, like, who watches Seth Meyer? I wanted, who watches Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. Jimmy Fallon? I think, Gutfeld, I think like, a lot of those people actually need YouTube clips to go viral, to stay yeah. relevant. Like, they are dependent on the internet. Gutfeld is, like destroying all of them in the ratings and he gets none of the it's an interesting push on like the idea that uh kind of like when we talked about how eric d july has this gazillion dollar campaign for a comic book but if you were looking at mainstream comic sites you would have no knowledge that that was going on Gutfeld is kind of the same thing for late night like he's got these huge ratings but you would never know who he was unless you were in that audience mm. because they just don't talk about him let's go to super chats so we- Bad app said, "Stop hitting on me. I'm really shy." Uh, okay. Well, yes. no one believes you, you weirdo. <laughs> okay. Walker Texas Danger said, "Brett King, don't let these girls sweet talk you into coloring your hair. You've suffered for fashion, and you've suffered enough." I don't think he's suffering. That was a beautiful. Thing. That was beautifully phrased. I want to put that on a shirt. Brett is not suffering. Especially that last sentence. You've suffered for fashion, oh. and you've suffered enough. Guys, no. Brett is not suffering. I just, no, no, if you guys, could, this is the truth. He secretly loves it. He doesn't even secretly. I think he kind of obviously If loves you it. check the video that will be going up at 6 p.m., you can clearly see that it's not enjoyment on my face. We'll it is, see. It is pure. We'll I didn't like it at all. I'm I grumpy. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's You're exactly. smiling. You love being blonde. I do not. He asked me for tips on how to maintain it. Like, come right? on. I asked you on tips on how to get it. He's like, asking for product recommendations. This guy's out of control. He loves it. It's not, <laughs> I, oh, I'm out of control. I see how it is. 
Hobbit said, hashtag stand with Brett. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. With the blonde, right? I've got, That's my, what own, you mean. I've got my own hashtag now. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've made it. Oh, they're saying that they like you blonde. Stand with yes. blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Bobcat said, if we're dying his head again, we have to go with platinum blonde so that Tim goes snow blind when he next comes into the office. That's that's a good. Or I'm like I can go whenever I go on IRL next. They have to change the white balance in the in the shutter on the camera. So you do want to bleach it again? No. Waffle Sensei said blondes have more fun because ignorance is bliss. Isn't that a beautiful thing? I, w- I wish that was allowed to be. Sometimes uh, reading all this stuff, you wish you were more ignorant of everything that's going on. Taryn Jones said in Sleeping with the Enemy. When she walked out of the ocean in only a shirt and underwear, Julia Roberts insisted that any crew present also take off their pants. F, F, wait, fast, forward. Fast, fast forward 30 years, everybody naked. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even think that was Creepy. fair. Of, don't I, like it. I don't think that was fair of Julia Roberts to ask that of the crew. The crew's not making your money. They didn't sign up for this. Bite me, you rich, it's, snobbish It's celebrity. sort of like when you're public speaking you gotta imagine everybody mm. in their underwear i i get what she was going for but i don't think brett's right like i don't think it actually achieves the you're end, making she, the yeah. money to put yourself in that position yeah you snob you snuck oh. like she should i hate celebrities she should have been like man. the executives at the studio who are making money off of this shot you come here and stand in your underwear while i do this fair like, enough fair not, enough like that, not necessarily the lighting guy that is a good comp yeah i don't want to see the boom operator like, with, I get like no what, pants on. i get what she's saying like i don't want to feel like i'm the one naked person but like mm-hmm. they intentionally did not become people in front of the camera they specifically chose being off camera yeah exactly waffle sensei said timcast irl is trying to copy your show format sue them what you should do is tonight well, we uh, wish them the best you should of luck send them, you, know? you should send them some <laughs> comments and tell them that there there's this great show uh that you've put that if put it's you guys on, out well, there. Look, we try not to shout out timcast irl too much on the show because we want them to succeed on their own without our help <laughs> we, we don't want to have to to really give them the the hand ups not handouts right yeah, yeah. So, we want their uh, numbers to be organic but like, that's how growth works on we're YouTube. fine with you super chatting them to tell them how great yeah. we are though. and definitely request a money gun i yeah. mean i feel like they should come up with their own version but Remember, mm-hmm. you can actually interact with us. Like, it's up to Timcast IRL if you're they're going to read your. They're going to have to figure that out for themselves one day when they've gotten to where they need to be. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, best of luck. Like, and we hope that they get bigger than us someday. Honestly, <laughs> exactly. They're scrappy. You know, like we really appreciate how like, hard they're working. That's that, what it's all about. This they've is got, grassroots. They've got that can-do spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they work really hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Caper Two X said. Oliver ought to meet the executioner in the tower, Hannah Clara Brimelow. I read once that we place in the flag here what Brits place in the monarchy over there. No, we don't. Uh, I kind of get what you're saying, though, because yeah. the flag is, like, representational of values. It's why some people get so offended when you, like, leave out in the rain or, mm. like, some people feel really strong that you shouldn't wear. There are like, technically laws about that. Yeah, yes. there's all kinds of laws. But they're like, not enforced. I don't think I've ever seen them enforced. I remember some people enforce them more than others. I think it's like people aren't. We used to be more aware of flag code, like just generally the Actually, population, I'm, and I feel uh, like we're not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest here. I love watching videos on Instagram and TikTok where people are filming themselves with the front camera, and there's a flag in the background, and it's it's flipped. So the flag is they, they've clearly had it right, but when the video's flipped because they're looking at it from the the, like in the front camera. camera uh, it's, it's flipped the wrong way and then I go to the comment section to see the inevitable person who says your flag is hanging the wrong way I, I love that stuff because I am soulless so it is an interesting comparison flag code is that 
like you can't have it on your shoes or something yeah there are actually all kinds of rules governing like when we are supposed to it's like not supposed you're to not supposed to wear it on clothes so mm. your pajama bottoms are in do you, violation do you understand that old navy that's yeah. a problem and gap it was the two of them that used to put it on everything um yeah. but also like the 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 direction you hang the, the flag like, yeah uh, is very important like weather is one of the like you're not supposed to leave it out in like bad weather things like that uh obviously it's like i think the big one everyone knows is like it's not supposed to touch the ground um you know, I think I that's an you're interesting not supposed comparison. to burn it. Yes. No, you're allowed to burn it. You're allowed Legally, to burn that's it. Why? Free speech. Yeah, it's a form of free oh. speech. It's a form but of it's not supposed to touch the ground. Huh. Funny how that works. Cool. <laughs> but it is obviously considered like an act of anti-American sentiment when you burn it. Zach Kainen said, "Not putting carts back is not enough. We need to be anti-cart and take carts that were put away <laughs> and set them free." Eat it, society. I don't Are think you pro basket. Where does that fall? In this I don't think Mary line? is in the same level. That type of nihilism. I, I think she. <laughs> I, I also think that Mary might actually just. She's using her like I don't care if society falls apart as a bit of a front to say I just don't want to put my cart back. Sometimes. I care if society falls apart, though. Like I'm pro that. I know what I'm saying. I think maybe you do a little, but I think also sometimes you just don't want to put your cart back. True. <laughs> One of the two. But it's more effort to go to the car corral, like this guy's saying, and, and That's like start saying. flinging them all over the place. It, would, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Bradley Allen said, Mary's based. Okay. I wish she would marry me. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. They're gonna Where's have to say the ring? Where's the dowry? Have you presented any of your credentials? You can't just propose to girls on the internet. There yeah. will be no dowry. It was a great line in an episode of the show. Um, it's going to be like, what? Are you bartering? Get that, out of here. That's what it is. Uh, also, I want to point out. No one proposes to Brett, and he's mad about it. That, that's that, what he wants to point out. That does bother me that, that, nobody, that nobody proposes And he to went me. blonde and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, Goofer Trooper said, swooping in to tell Brett his hair looks great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank yes, you were about to say it does. Did you see that? So I got really squeaky there, but like. He's tell me something himself. I don't know. Lane said they don't have the right to free speech. They have the privilege of speaking freely within certain conditions. A right is absolute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Goofer Trooper said 30 crisis parties and Hannah Claire gets a book club special. Hannah Claire's like, I'll do that for no crisis parties. (laughs) Also, like, I am happy to participate in this game as I invented it, but you can't you guys just realize pile the wagers onto Hannah Claire. Mary doesn't have one. Okay, I got a co-host. I have I thirty have. crisis parties, and I am getting a tattoo in my lip. What are you going to get tattooed? A there? card. Crisis. Crisis. All right, let's go. That's all it'll actually take. getting a cart would be funny. We need to start writing these down somewhere. But then it would just deform into a blob. <laughs> so <No. laughs> how long do lip tattoos last? It depends for every, like each person. It could be years. It could be months. Mm. It could be forever. Who knows? I don't really care if crisis is in my lip forever. Um, Dragon's talent. Oh, Hobbit said, hashtag stand with Brett. Hashtag say no to gaslighting girls. That's right. Stop gaslighting. What are we gaslighting you about? What? Uh, is it say no to gaslighting girls? Or is it say no like to gaslighting? Brett shouldn't gaslight comma, us? 
girls Brett like at us brett shouldn't gaslight us about the fact that he actually does love so his hair. you're gaslighting, you're gaslighting us. us no about that, hating he's calling blonde. you gaslighting girls i don't you think that's are, true uh, uh hmm. hobbit, we're gonna need a out. clarification hobbit, help me out with this you clearly are saying that the girls here uh I don't my know. lovely co-hosts are gaslighting it's not that clear you're gaslighting us because you actually love you're crazy blonde. can you even read his super chat <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you know what you're talking about he can't read is this from the amber heard school of writing guys is this like did Amber Heard's person who wrote that article do this? Is it? Is it? It's just I'm possessed I, by the ghost of Amber Heard's PR team. <laughs> Weasel words, I tell you. Dragonstown one thousand and one said, "Moving spitball gun that goes off with each super chat." Oh Ian would get devastated. I don't like that at spitball all. Spitball gun. Spitball gun Have is. Have you a scary seen this? Concept. I'm gonna need to see a prototype. Bradley Allen said, I simp for authoritarian Mary over strong jaw Hannah now. I These sound like like characters. Native American names. I'm not loving my nickname, like strong jaw. Well, you'd be Hannah Claire Strongjaw. <laughs> <laughs> and you would be... Uh, Mary authoritarian? Yeah, Mary, uh, Mary authoritarian. Ameritarian, if you will. Ameri- Mary yeah. authoritarian. Uh, authoritarian. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that'll need let's, to be workshopped. Let's go. Hobbit said party time. Thank, Thank you, you, Hobbit. Red Z said the Venture Brothers thoughts. Uh, not familiar enough. Not familiar it. either. Uh, familiar, but not familiar enough. So. Johnny Derp said Mary wants society to collapse because little women are, of course, best situated to weather an apocalypse. Is that true, Mary? Is that true? Uh, well, you will better be, at hiding. You'll be considered uh, prime real estate property. When, Valuable. When, when, when the warlords come for you, uh, and they will want to can't take wait. You. Uh, so depending on who, I don't know. Do you are you preferring more of like an Andrew Tate warlord or? A, You're telling me e celebs are going to the, be the warlords after the apocalypse. There will be. There, I hope I don't live. There will be uh, <laughs> e celebs who are dependent on the internet. Yeah, well, when there's an apocalypse and presumably no more internet, they're going to rise up. Prepper. There, there will. Who, who would be your ideal warlord? husband A- alex jones <laughs> all right let's go no new. elaboration whatsoever None. i think we should start a new segment where we just rank the best looking preppers on youtube <laughs> <laughs> i don't know any of them i have to say we would have to study up <laughs> lots of research tyler hoag said hey brett i ain't gay but would you marry me for tax benefits hair looks great though also hope you enjoy all nine of the fast and furious movies you know what? There's there's nothing wrong with sticking it to the man when it comes to all those stories in television shows where like they they like they fake a marriage to and like get really a green card. Love. I'm like, let's go fake that marriage for that green. I card. I like the idea that a lot of those end up with them really falling in love. So that's what Brett's saying. Like, he was ta- married for the that's tax benefits, all but the he's open to fiance. falling in love. They did a really they, that's that's a house storyline in the later seasons where he gets uh, he marries uh, his housekeeper. Yeah for like a joke and like to get her a green card and then he kind of realizes how lonely he is <laughs> and it like it's weird because she clearly knows how broken of a person he is and no, and like never actually sees him that way mm. uh it's very good it's very good interesting um caper 2x wait i actually wanted to ask you brett when is the fast and furious with brie larson coming out may or so it comes out next spring does that mean Hannah Clara will be beholden to watch that one? If as I well? get to nine before this is over, then I don't think I should have to watch it. But if I'm still amidst yeah. my thing, then I should have to watch it. That's. I, I think you should. Wa- I, I don't think you should have to watch it. I think you should want to watch. I don't want to watch problem, it. I have right? to watch them. 
like you and your you're violating her freedom I, of conscience yeah like I, I i i'm more just sad that she don't want to that's that's what that's i know what i think that's why you are you yes what, dear leader <laughs> i'm giving you like my review and brett is like no but you don't understand i'm like no i do understand but so i just good. don't like it it's so good no but if you saw thought about this context you would like well it. you're over here like well and then i have to ask myself why did a, a sequel get made i'm like we know the answer as to why a sequel got made look i have to like test my theory of do i think this movie deserves a sequel and i feel like so far i could maybe understand the sequel so like maybe my theory is slightly wrong but hmm. i'm not really because i don't really think this is gonna I have, I have low expectations i also am gonna workshop my hannah claire voice that wasn't a good hannah claire voice i get what? It. I, my get hannah claire it. I didn't know job? that was a hannah it claire was, voice is, she's Am like, i square draw a strong jaw what is it <laughs> someone else said square Str I, I don't like being job. on the internet sometimes i feel like i'm gonna have to like develop a better haircut cover strong up. jaw is good Definitely strong jaw. Yeah. Caper2x said, Mary, you want kids so you can't be a nihilist. I'm not a nihilist, though. You, oh, you don't, you don't consider yourself a nihilist? I just think that we should have a little more chaos in the world. So you're... Uh, it, you, it means something to me. <laughs> do you consider yourself... what? Just, are, are your, that's not really a realist, though, because a realist wouldn't uh, necessarily want I don't know nihilism. if that's even the same it's like not, no, wheelhouse it's not, of... But it's like, I, I think of it more as like you look at the, the state of the world we're in, you accept that that's the way it is. I mean, when we're talking about societal collapse, I'm like, what are we even collapsing? Just the fact that you can buy food plastic wrapped on a shelf that's not Beautiful. really i don't feel like that's a lot of collapsing well you know what maybe it wouldn't collapse so fast if you put your darn cart back there's not much to collapse that's all i'm saying i already feel like society is collapsing in a lot of ways i yeah. worry sometimes not to go off we're into past the peak yes we're i worry yeah. sometimes that we are also in our own little bubble of knowledge that uh your your information and your view of the world is curated by whichever algorithm is bolstered by the stuff you choose to write choose to read choose to engage with so the stuff you like i read a lot of stuff i read a bunch of stuff yesterday on the stupid little mermaid trailer right <laughs> and depending on where you get your news information it's either the greatest thing that's ever happened in the world or it's the worst thing that's ever happened in the world it really does depend on where you get your information. So I, I don't know if necessarily that's me not wanting to look at the reality of the world as it's happening now. Yesterday, I was surprised by a couple of the items that had gone up in price. Namely, like uh, like like bakery bread was like more expensive than I like. It finally went up in price. That seemed like the death knell to me. I'm like, if one thing is held true, it's kind of like the the Arizona tea thing. Like when Arizona tea goes up in price, we know we're screwed because that's been able to like avoid inflation forever. I think where you get your information speaks a lot to your worldview as to whether society is actually collapsing. There's mm -hmm. people that think Biden's doing a great job. Mm. This isn't a political podcast. And there but are people who like the internet and go into the metaverse. But I don't know that I trust their judgment. To tell me if society's collapsed. Fair Collapse point. is just a strong word. Mm. It's just dwindling down like a star dying. <laughs> Goofer Trooper said, Brett, will you marry me? No homo. If I would have They're known, all over you today. What's going on? If it's blonde hair. If I would have oh known that, the, that, that um, having hair that I didn't want uh, was all it took to, to finally become attractive to the masses, I would have done it a long time ago. Are you going to keep it now? Brett's such an oppressed damsel over here. I just had to get this blonde hair. Now everyone loves me. <laughs> Poor you. It's a rough life. Are you going to keep it? No, I don't How know. How many girls have swum into your DMs being like, I really like the blonde? Yeah, lots. Tons. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Tons of them. Yeah, you have no idea. This is hilarious. Dragon Stallion 1001 said, authoritarian. LOL. <laughs> um, Nathan Koss said, Mary Iron Fist. That is Mary. Johnny Derp sent one message. Wait. 
yeah. one, with, one no, with no message and then another one that said come on guys it's meritocracy obviously mary do you believe meritocracy. in meritocracy meritocracy or, or meritocracy meritocracy Oh, wait, which one did you say? Do you say? believe in the first one? The actual saying? The real thing, not the one we made up for yeah. you. Oh, uh, sometimes. Okay. Sometimes right. I do, sometimes I don't. Let's don't save know. them. Uh, let's save the rest, and okay. we will go to Podluck, and then after Podluck, we will read the rest yes, of them. Yes, let's make fun of Pinocchio. Let's, yes. Okay, guys, so uh, this is what's funny to me. We, we covered yesterday that uh, everything was going wrong with uh, the Little Mermaid, and they're like, it's because people don't like race swapping of characters. Not no. true. no. Disney just is garbage. It is true that the race swapping of uh, the, or let me rephrase that, the continued ginger side that we are going through, uh, the debasement of redheads in our society is, is, is shocking. But I do also think that new Pinocchio comes out to no fanfare that nobody gets. It's a, it's a Zemeckis film. Robert Zemeckis is considered a legendary filmmaker. This movie has 28% from critics 36 and, from audience. And 36% from audience. When the critics and the audience can agree that something sucks. It's bad. You guys are going to make me watch it, aren't No, you? no. Mary, Mary goes, do you want to review Pinocchio? And I go, I go, and I quote. <sighs> well, when I found out that it was on streaming only, I was disappointed because yeah. it's like Tom Hanks is in it. I thought there was like some fanfare around it. You say that like it. it's a selling, like it's that's a selling point to be, Well, he is an A-lister still, even though he's older, right? Like, I thought Chet had sort of outstripped him. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, if this had been Pinocchio with you know, Chet Hanks, let's Tom go. Hanks and Chet Hanks the cult are kind of like Tim Cast IRL and Pop Culture Crisis. That's true. That's true. We won't say who's who. Chet we'll Hanks. stay ambiguous. Chet, on, yeah, yes. Which who. one is more like the other? We, um, we, we may never know. I, my main gripe with Pinocchio is that they didn't use a real marionette doll. They CGI'd Pinocchio. And they mm. could have gotten the cheetah. The practical effects would have been so much better. And they could have gotten the cheetah from the good boy Noah Instagram Do you want to explain? Who, who I don't know what is. you're talking about. Uh, uh, <laughs> basically, there's, a, there's an Instagram person that i like named good boy noah who's like a he's like an r&b musician is he blonde he actually might be no he's like he's like light remember. light brown hair and he his music is extremely so-so like extremely so-so okay you don't need to put him down but he's doing the best he can his music is okay let me say his music is very, not so-so his music is very like it doesn't stand out in the way that he probably wishes it would but he's he's, a, he's got a good voice but that's not how he got famous he got famous by Having a uh, a cheetah doll, like a hand puppet, a hand puppet cheetah. of a cheetah. He, he asked the cheetah have for you help. Sent this to me. I, I might have. He has. He has. <laughs> he a, asks the cheetah for help making all these recipes, recipes. And, and they do the, like a duo. And then they sing the recipes. The internet's such a fun and weird place. It's a beautiful thing. It's glorious. It's a duet where he does the singing and the, the cheetah does like. I rapping. think the cheetah is somebody else though. It has the to cheetah be does that. rapping. Part of the mystery. We don't know where the cheetah comes So from. they have And these Brett just loves it. I, like, you could have when he watches hair. it, the the wistful simplicity <laughs> on his face is just like... My face lights up. Lovely. Wistful simplicity. Uh, yeah. I, I wish we could, um, we, we could find some. But yeah, they should have had him do the, do the, the puppeting uh, of Pinocchio. Well, the marionette would be on strings. Oh, yeah. I guess not the same thing. But still. But that, I, that's why I'm it saying it would look so much cooler if it were a real marionette. Because you can easily make that look very lifelike. Yep. And I just... When it comes to Disney, with all of it, like Marvel and Star Wars and, and all of their acquired properties, 
I just don't understand why they make things so low quality when they have the money and the time that yep. they need. Like, you have the money and resources beyond what we can even fathom. Why make something cheaply? This picture they had to use of Halle Bailey, like that they had to brighten up because the shot is so bad from Little Mermaid. It's so I feel so bad for her. Almost like right. It it looks like they're lightening her skin tone on purpose, but it's actually just because the teaser was so done bad. in such low light. And I think they might have done that to make it more like realistic to being in the depths of the ocean. Yeah. But that's why it was animated in the first place. Is you know. It's not supposed to be realistic. So, so they point out that the, the, the trailer likes versus dislikes followed suit with Pinocchio the same way that they're following suit with The Little Mermaid. Basically, it says it got 54,000 likes. It got 558,000 dislikes. That is a hefty... They would call that ratioing. That. Uh, they call that ratioing. You and know, the, they can hide likes and dislikes if they wanted to. Yeah, but the the, the, the dislikes were hidden by YouTube. That but they can hide both if they felt like it. Well, a lot of them do, but the but the Chrome extension reveals the reveals no, them both. But you can't with that Chrome extension. You can't look at likes and dislikes if they have it on the mode that they hide both. Really? Yeah. Okay, I thought it just it. Like you can turn. So off they're just hoping and people don't know about the Chrome extension. Yeah. So it. If they hide both. And therefore, it'd be like, oh, 58,000 likes seems pretty good. But then when you have the Chrome extension, you can see the comparison. Yes, but on YouTube, you can hide both, and, and the Chrome the... extension won't show either. Okay, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Okay. So, so, but that's the thing. They want the, the credit for the likes there. They don't yeah. want to hide both. Plus, that's like yeah. turning, that's like disabling comments. It is a. It looks, it's a bad look. It's yeah. a good, it's a dead giveaway that we have no confidence in what we're about to release. So, uh, to me, this is one of those perfect cases where it, it's not about, like, uh, you have your own complaints about uh, Halle Bailey playing Ariel. Do I think it's stupid? Yes, I do think it's stupid. I think it's stupid that they kept her red hair uh, but changed what she looked like because it proves that they wanted to have some of the, the, the distinguishing features but not all of them. They want to have their cake and eat it too. But yeah. this is proof that it doesn't have to be about race. You could just make garbage products and people will tell you that your product is garbage. Which is what this is. So uh, why are either of these movies coming out? I don't really get it. Because they're, they're why are they coming out? Because they I mean, because like no one was like you know what we really need Pinocchio. Where's that Pinocchio? Well, no stuff? one asked for Andor, and nobody asked for nobody any asked of this, for any for of this, this shit. This, they just they don't want to have to source new things, and it's cheaper. It's literally called fan baiting. It's a marketing tactic. You you uh, you Whoa. do a race or a gender swap. You piss off the fans, and then you use that as cover when the review... Like, when literally everything that we watched from D23 was derivative. Yep. And, and even the thing, she's like, the, I, I can't believe there was only one new thing. In and the then I was thing. wrong. It and was then not she's new. Like, I was like, what was the new thing? She goes, Willow. I'm like, that's not a new thing. I was, that was a thing in the 80s. She's like, oh, <laughs> it's all derivative then. It's all been done before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and I, I don't... Um, I still want to point out, like our hypocrisy i guess in saying that the live action little mermaid doesn't respect its source material when the animated little mermaid doesn't respect source material either and also How i think so? well it's it, based on a folk tale from that, Christian anderson yeah 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 and they and evil. took extreme liberties yeah so but did they I take a find but, that interesting because to a certain extent like for disney to produce 
any content. Like it's the same thing with um, uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Super dark book. Disney is like, we're gonna tweak it a little bit. Still a pretty dark movie, but like mm-hmm. to get anything out, they always compromise the source material in that way. Uh, but they do honor like the heritage of like it's set in France. It's whatever. Like The Little Mermaid. It was a Danish folktale. It's a Danish folktale, and they kind of throw that out. They're saying like Danish culture. Well, yeah, because it's no longer once Disney gets a hold of it, it's not about Danish folklore anymore. They're not taking. They're not in their eyes uh, adapting a Danish. They're, they're not uh, race swapping a Danish character. They're di- they're race swapping a Disney character. I want to point out that it's also mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Like uh, a lot of these arguments fall along the lines of like one side says representation. They think they're saying representation doesn't matter. And that, uh, but what they're really saying is make different characters. And the other side is saying representation does matter, uh, but we want to change these characters. But for what it uh, would take to for this to work is like the people who are saying that you need to just make your own characters have to admit that it does matter, but that they need to also make new characters and not change the ones that already exist. But they kind of those arguments always get lost in translation even i'm not really kind of articulating what i'm trying to say as well as i would like to because it's a convoluted argument to have but it's like nobody's complete like when they when they uh they also point out they said why didn't they they said why didn't they race swap jasmine when they did disney live act why or why didn't they uh why doesn't she look different why does that one stay the same but this one's different i well, take it's a white character, i take yes. issue with bragging about making colorblind casting when it's very clearly color conscious casting do i care no but i don't care about the little mermaid that's me that that doesn't bother me but i also think that that maybe the the best way to look at it is that they're disrespecting the source material like you said that's already been disrespected they're just doing it in a way that's now going to upset people who have already been had the benefit of seeing the original version of this character or the original uh, animated version of this yeah. character, so I think it's uh, unfortunately uh, I, I under I, I sympathize with like the the hardliners who are like you should just make the characters how they are. I do take great issue when they call Captain America a mantle. They call Spider Man a mantle. No, shut up. Yeah, no, it's everything's not. a mantle. Right? No, it's not a freaking mantle. That's a cop out. I get <laughs> it. Uh, I, I get where the hardline stance comes from, but I also understand that a lot of it is like people feel the need to equivocate. Like, they're like. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't have a problem with this, but, and then they have to feel like they have to uh, temper their statement because they don't want to get called names. Uh, the simplest solution is for these studios to just grow a sack and start <laughs> making new characters. Moana was, ex- I don't know how, su- Moana People was successful. Moana. They, like, all they have yeah. to do is make original stuff and you get all that leeway. I think because, people really liked Encanto as yeah, well. Yeah, like mm-hmm. all you need is to create new stuff. People and, liked F- Princess and the Frog. Uh, oh, that was another one that they're like, yeah, I'd love to see you change that uh, and see what people say. Like, but if, like there's you, no reason to change that. Ex- like, exactly, you're not. There's also to. no reason that you would ever make that live action either. Yeah, well, there's you don't really need just, to do any of these be live action. An actual toad, like. <laughs> so to me. Uh, this is one of those things where it's like the solution to all of this is so much simpler and kind of beautiful. Tell new stories. Like, tell new stories that no, are representative of other I mean, cultures. So is some of this, maybe you've already said this and I'm kind of missing it, but like some of it is that they own the intellectual property, right? Yeah, so they're they, like, well, we don't have to pay for this and we don't have to pay someone to come up with something exactly. new. Exactly. They don't like, have to pay out. But they're cheaply trying to score points by race swapping. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
downvote disillusioned by Disney. Am I right? That's that's how it's that's how that I, I feel about fan, it. So it's it's, a, it's what a, they should do is make the Little Mermaid live action the way that the folktale went. Yeah, I was just reading no. part of it, and she was literally about to stab Prince Eric in his sleep. See, just tell that story. <laughs> also, a lot of people. That would be also, fascinating. They should do that. Yeah. A lot of people also took issue with the fact that they said that they're that love is no longer an important story. We're kind of rehashing yesterday's stuff, but uh, th- that that's not important anymore. You're not allowed to get married and, and look for love because that's bad. Because mm-hmm. you know, you'd think Disney would want to encourage that so you that know, way they could have kids, so that those kids could. Also, live action so- Cinderella from 2015 was really good and it was really well received and i don't think it had those same pitfalls i mean i guess it's because so much has changed since 2015 it was it was uh it was emma watson in the beauty and the beast remake but who was that was later on um the cinderella remake was someone else though the point is is that uh for this stuff pinocchio it's people just don't like bad stuff so make better uh, make better stuff disney uh, i know that is if you want to pay me a large massive consulting fee uh, i will accept that payment actually i can't accept that payment but you know hire someone as a consultant that says to you guys make new stuff it's a revolutionary concept Brian, was, i can both do this we've done it many a time yes wait who was it lily james okay Oh, okay. I recognized her from Downton Abbey, but did yeah, I really s- liked her in that. Did you see this thing about Jimmy Kimmel in the the what feels like manufactured uh, like anger? manufactured outrage uh, at over um, something th- that the supposed victim is finding funny. Also, I, I <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, so her quote about this was so weird. She was like, "Maybe I'll be mad about it tomorrow." tomorrow. Do you want to? She had something. That was like, "Well, because I." Do you want to tell bizarre, everybody yeah. what happened? Mary? Let's loop everyone in. I'm this. not super knowledgeable okay. about so basically what, what happened his is, uh, joke was supposed to be. Quinta, I didn't think it was funny. Quinta Brunson won an Emmy for uh, Abbott Elementary. And basically, before they went up to present the award, uh, I forget his name, the guy from the, the Teenage Mutant Turtles with Megan Fox, I always forget that actor's name, Will Arnett. Comes up and he, and he, and he pulls Jimmy you call Kimmel. Him like discount Bradley Cooper. Yeah, he's discount Bradley. He's like, when you, can't, <laughs> when you can't afford Bradley Cooper, you hire Will Arnett. Uh, so th- th- he drags Jimmy Kimmel up on stage while they're about to present the award. And he says, Jimmy's had one too many uh, margaritas or something really not funny as, <laughs> is, as <laughs> is typical with the Emmys because they're not funny. And you wouldn't be able to be funny when you've got when you need rotator cuff surgery from patting yourself in How the back. How would your all night. Uh, decency laws respond to jokes about public intoxication? Oh, cut the cut the immediately <laughs> so basically he, he drags jimmy kimmel up on stage and he presents the award and jimmy kimmel is pretending to be passed out but the thing is is he holds on to the joke for the entirety of her acceptance speech and she like acknowledges it to him when there was literally i wonder if we can play this video it, this without. is literally just jimmy kimmel being unfunny yeah big but whoop we he, already knew that he held the joke for too long by the way like celebrities can't meme they do not know how to meme uh, like, this is obviously him trying to make a viral moment. And I don't know who planned it for him. It th- certainly wasn't him. Ha, ha, ha. This is so funny. See, he's dragging Jimmy up on stage. Ha, ha, ha. I just don't get any of it. Um, so basically, It's only funny to the people who are physically in the room because they love congratulating each other. 
And then you see her come on stage, she wins, and blah, blah. So, so the idea here is that, of course, people had to make it about racial issues because that's the way That he was stealing in. all of the attention and praise so, from a black woman. Says white male privilege is laying on the ground and expecting a black woman to just step up, step around you while she accepts her hard-earned award, F. Jimmy Kimmel. The lady literally laughed about this. Like, She had this thing, she was like, well, I, I kind of know him, and like... I don't think I'm offended by this. Like, yeah. I think that was Should like, I be? I don't think I'm offended. Like, I'll when are to- people going to start getting canceled for not being offended when they should be? Yeah. Well, th- she's like, uh, like she's like, I'll have to check with my agent to see if it's beneficial for me to be offended by this tomorrow. I want to leave this open-ended <laughs> so I could be like, well, after recovering from the trauma of that moment, I realize trauma? I am offended. You know, actually, if you think about it, if she were offended, she couldn't have reacted in the moment if she wanted to because that would make her look way worse than Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Like, it's sort of like a moment like Taylor Swift getting that's, the mic taken from her. That's literally thing. what like, people point she out. She couldn't immediately speak out against that Well, also like in the moment. She's right? a comedian in some respects, right? So, like, him trying to do this bit and her being like, seems like this bit is awkwardly failing do i try and like go how do you recover it it? or do you want me to like ignore this i kind of want to have this moment like he's kind of looping her into something that i don't think she really wants to be a part of well she's also she's like i'm gonna be on the show she wasn't told that that was part of it they do that she's gonna win i'll theoretically yes like even though it's rigged well like but theoretically (laughs) they can't be like quinta just in case you win we're telling everyone this, but we specifically want you to know Jimmy's going to do this bit. But you already know who's going to win. That's all predetermined, right? I have no idea. I don't I pay am... attention to these things. Well, they literally, it's really it funny. Is. They point out, she's like, thanks to my friends for voting for me. I'm so, so, so you're admitting it. You're all just a bunch of, you're an in-group and everyone else is an out-group and you expect people to watch. Oh, and I forgot I had this map. So if anybody was wondering like was why this? you might not have heard about this story, here's a map of who watched, uh, who watched it and uh, let me. Uh, the map in red is people watching Monday Night Football, and the map in blue is where the searches are for uh, the Emmys. So, uh, as you can see, the majority of the country fo- found searching Monday Night Football far more compelling. The only coverage I heard of uh, the Emmys at all, which I don't even remember which ones the Emmys are, I guess they're television, television. is that another famous actor who has never won an Emmy before but has won other awards... Um, who was in Dope Sick, which is about the opioid uh, crisis. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner won an Emmy for his role as the doctor who mm. gets addicted to painkillers. And I think that's interesting. Yep. Doesn't make me want to watch the Emmys, but... Z- Zendaya also won that award where she became, like, the second... Like, she's a two-time yes. Emmy. Like, she's... So she made Did history. Did Sydney Sweeney win anything? Because she was kind of... She got, like, nominated for, like, Best Supporting Actress or something. Uh, I don't know. But then her mom maybe supports Trump, so we can't really give her any awards. She, she didn't win anything, to my knowledge. Also, Most of the coverage I see about these award shows is red carpet fashion <sighs> anyway. And powerful speeches. They always love to talk about the power. Uh, Lizzo gave They're a just powerful... crying. Lizzo gave a powerful speech about how she's like, I, I wanted to see uh, a woman that was fat, black, and beautiful like me to, to be up on the stage. I wanted to be represented on stage. I, if I had to go back in time and tell myself, what you'll just Lizzo have to... What did Lizzo win for? Uh, she won for um, her, like, or they have, like, a reality show about becoming a, a backup dancer for her called, like, Big Girls. That's, yeah. Uh, and that, that, that one. Uh, I've never award. heard of this ever. No, well, it's a thing. Uh, and so she won an <laughs> award, and she clapped, and she gave herself a very big pat on the back saying, like, you did it. You, you represent. I really have a huge problem with the, the narcissism behind the concept of, like, uh, 
Maybe it's me, but I, I don't ever feel the need to be represented on screen. Like maybe it's narcissistic of me to want to be the person who actually accomplishes something to be uh, to be seen, right? But like, I just don't understand the narcissism of a person. It's like I am so proud to represent all these people, right? Like that feels like a huge indulgence in self obsession to see yourself as a representative of this large group of people. But I also don't understand the people who are like, I want to be represented. Maybe that's my, maybe that's just because I've always seen it's, it on screen. I don't well, know. Well, it's because, um, but I don't identify someone like Lizzo wants to have all the attention on the aspects of herself that don't require any responsibility or vulnerability from her. Okay. Which is being fat, being a woman, yeah. being black. Yeah. I don't what know. else is there? I guess that I just any of the media pays attention to about her. I just have a hard time like I can appreciate that that to them is important. There was also those videos of like of like young girls who were watching the little the little mermaid trailer and they were just they were enthralled because they were seeing a a woman, an actress who looked like them on screen. Maybe I'm But just, that's even that is projection onto the kid that you're yeah. watching. It felt like it to, like d does that kid even have to understand the concept Personally, of this? like I don't know. She is excited about the movie. Yeah. It's also the clip of the teaser is from a sad moment in the movie. Yeah. So she's crying cuz it's a sad moment. And um also she might have like enjoyed the animated film so she was excited for the movie for that reason. Um and then if you really want to read into it, it's probably just that her parents conditioned her to have certain, you know, emphasis on Those the traits. race of that yeah. character, right? I guess for me, that it's she just, wouldn't have otherwise noticed. Maybe it's it's weird that like I would rather be the person than be represented by a person in media. But well, also, someone can represent or. I don't know, like perform in a way that reflects something you experienced. Yeah. I guess right. I would rather see representation be displayed through original content. Well, I think swapping someone out, no, out so there's representation in an already established film and feature doesn't have the same authenticity or power that it would be by telling new stories. Like, isn't representation also about uh, depicting people? You know, obviously it's fictional, but like in some context of reality right like it's it's a mermaid story right so none of it's real but like of course the little mermaid is white you know she doesn't have to have red hair but she famously does because it's from a white culture and from a white writer like i think in some ways um encanto is interesting because it's true to a culture yeah you know it's got elements of it that are fictional or you know mm -hmm. mystery but it's representation of something where you would originally find these stories like i don't think you do any favors to people by dropping their race into a remake that's poorly done of an established classic like we should hold ourselves accountable to pursuing great new and powerful art and if that involves representing you know people who aren't typically on screen like cool do it but don't just swap people out that's a cheap way of cutting corners and i don't think that that has the impact that you think it 
should. It's funny. I was thinking about like uh, eventually this will come around to like the shows that are important to me or to someone else. And I was thinking about shows where there's characters that I really like that I would not want to see race up that I could use as a great example. And one of them was I was watch, uh, in the show Person of Interest. Uh, Taraji P. Henson plays a cop named uh, Detective Carter. And I would never want to see that character race swapped for another character. She's amazing in that role. They don't need to change that character. I wouldn't want to see them redo it at all let alone race swap that character. Uh, and I'm not necessarily the biggest Taraji P. Henson fan in all of her other work, but in that, like, I didn't, I didn't watch Empire, but, like, in that show, I loved it. They don't need to change that character. I don't want them to change that character. So, yeah, it's a, that, that is a, that, but it was interesting. That's Jimmy Kimmel, again, holding up the uh, modern-day late-night uh, talent of not being funny ever at all. There's yeah. a new movie coming out from Disney called Wish, uh, that I think will feature a new Disney princess. Okay. Um, not sure of all the details, but it's a new character. It's exactly what we have been asking for them to do. Yeah, well that's, that's what, and, and people I, are happy about and it. And I guarantee so. you, it will get a lot more appreciation. It's coming out in November anyway. next year. Okay. All right, we'll keep an eye on it. Let's do super chats. Okay. Uh, Hobbit said Brett's choice No adding on goalposts No goalpost removal You're no fun Dragon's Talon 1001 said Monarch Mary Mon- what did I think you- I like meritocracy Not Mary Monarch No No. Monarchy Mary Monarchy Mary is hard to say I'm not even like pro monarchy I don't <laughs> even know what I am Cosmic Surgeon said Brett's response To a gay marriage proposal Let's stick it to the man. Slip of the tongue, Freudian slip, (laughs) you decide. Tyler Uh, Also, uh, uh, Mary, we are very close to a a third crisis party, and I think you need to commit. If we were to get a third one today, if we get a third one today, you have to officially commit to what you're going to do if we get to 30. So you're saying... Oh, is that official? So we have that in writing. It's official. If we get to 30 crisis parties on any show... Okay. Then I will get a tattoo in my lip that says crisis. Well, I'm trying to get a third one. I, we got to get there eventually. I think it's kind of inevitable. Yep. Anyway. Yep, well, well, we have... Uh, we it's have, all just a matter of time. We just take it one day at a time. I think mm-hmm. what's going to end up happening is there are going to be days that people think about super chatting, but because there's not enough momentum, they're like, I'll hold off and I'll wait until I get to 30. <laughs> They're going to start, like, coordinating attacks. We're going to have to, or, 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 like, you just, Mary will end up saying something like she doesn't put her cart back, or, or she's we'll have like, a chaos you know, day. Like, why don't you just buy a, or I'll say something like, well, if you're poor, why don't you buy a house, or something stupid like that, and then yeah. they get really <laughs> upset. <laughs> Tyler Hoag said, also, off topic, what's your opinion on Mr. Robot, favorite show ever, and taking that to my grave? If you haven't watched it, then I would say watch it. I have seen the first two seasons. Uh, I remember there was a gap between one of those seasons, and I ended up falling away from it. It came out at a really interesting time. I feel like that show almost wouldn't work now because it's very... It, when did it come out? Topically, what is this about? Uh, it's, it's very like anti-capitalist. He, it's like the, the group is like anonymous in the mm. show, and it's uh, Rami Malek and Christian Slater. It's very, very good. The, uh, the, the number one thing, the, thing, the only thing that really sticks with me about that show, other than the, 
the frenetic storytelling is that the main character uh, he's got like a in the first season he suffers from uh, drug problems where he when he buys his drugs he he buys his opiates and then he also gets suboxone with it so that when he runs out he can take the suboxone to prevent himself from going through withdrawal and it was very interesting to me to see that which was a very real thing to me at the time like to see that stuff happening I was through my first. Uh, stint of like I, I hadn't relapsed yet mm-hmm. but it was a, a real thing like I, I had been on Suboxone for a period of time so I understood what he was going through completely on that show and that made it feel very real to me but the themes are very uh, it, the company in the show is supposed to be like Enron uh, and so it taking down corporations it, I feel like it would almost feel cliche now but at that time in like mm-hmm. 2014 it was very very cool I mean it was almost like just post occupy or not just post occupy but it's like post occupy uh social discontent has been growing and growing and growing as the middle class shrinks and shrinks and shrinks it really caught uh a segment of the population but that wasn't the main part it was like you had really good actors portraying really interesting characters um and I think to nowadays they forgot that you have to have both you can't just have social messaging you have to tell interesting stories with great actors mm. Nathan Koss said, Brett Fairhair? <laughs> uh, that would be, if, she is, like that? if she's Hannah Claire Strongjaw and you're... Uh, Mary Iron Fist. Mary Iron Fist, and I am, then I am uh, Brett, Sir Brett Fairhair. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that now. Bad Game up. of Thrones is going to come through and steal all of our sweet names. <laughs> Bad up, I'm not reading that. Goofer Trooper said, Brett, I simped for you like 60 episodes ago, SMH. Six, that, dude, six. Brett didn't have the self-esteem to recognize it then, but now that he's blonde, he's really understanding yeah, what I don't even like. know what happened six episodes ago. Dude, so many times people are like, you said this on the show, and I'm like, dude, dude, two and a half hours a day, <laughs> five days a week, like, eventually, just, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of it. Bradley Allen said, OMG, I'm ginger and we're the one true minority. That's Bow so my oppression. true. So very true. You guys are a global genetic minority and, and you should advocate for yourself. So true. You're the, do not let the ginger side fall, uh, happen upon deaf ears. You deserve Also, like, to be don't ready. let people lie to you about this. Like, this is true and it doesn't get enough attention. You talk about People actually bully gingers a I lot. talk about it constantly. Talk about gaslighting. People just gaslighting gingers yeah. into, to like, oh, it's, you're, you're crazy. Well, it's because they're like white people, which are also, which is also the global minority. Yeah. And they're like, no, you guys can't at all be impressed. And it's like, no, gingers are bullied. Also, they're a genetic minority. They will die out if we're not careful. Yeah, think of the dodo bird. (laughs) Terrence Rice said, two effing blonde. Tyler Durden from Fight Club. That's me? I'm too blonde? Look at him touching his hair. I'm too blonde. (laughs) He's getting all insecure about it. Oh, my God. Unique name here said, Cheetah's rundown of Harry Potter is legendary and should be required watching. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> now I'm like I'm gonna excited. do some research. I'm very later. excited to to check that out. Tyler Hogue said, "Talking about Tate next season. If the boys, the main villain, will be Andrew Tate. <laughs> What's your upload schedule on Spotify? Always seems a day behind. Okay, yeah. So so basically, w- when we finish tonight, that episode goes up at eight o'clock the next, or uh, like between uh, nine a.m. the next morning." 
because of the structure of the of the show and the company uh, that is done outside my purview, I do the uh, editing for everything. I get the thumb I, I do the thumbnails and everything, but I don't do the megaphone upload. So it will be up in the morning, but the YouTube will always be there that day. Yeah. So also, I want to wonder. I, I have to wonder out loud if Tyler Hogue is related to Judith Hogue, who played mm. April O'Neil in the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Will Let you us pull know. Out these crazy facts, like. Replaced. I don't even know both of your last names. I mean, I do, but like Brett's like, oh, but do you remember the full name and birth date of this actress who's and in a TV show that ran for two minutes and her favorite color? And if I require, and if I remember, <laughs> she was a redhead. I could be, I could huh. be wrong about that, but replaced by the gorgeous Paige Turco in the I second. I think we should start a scholarship fund for specifically redheaded people. Let's go. Let's Help them support I themselves. I miss Lindsay Lohan. Was she a redhead? She's still around. She she, was she a redhead? Oh. You don't know if Lindsay Lohan is a Very redhead? Famous she's always blonde to me. What? She's a redhead and she just oh, got married. Oh, never mind. What are you talking about? Never mind. You're thinking Lohan. Hillary. Never mind. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> the... uh, she doesn't go here. You don't know her. <laughs> Pinched me and D said, didn't the 96 Pinocchio movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas lifelike marionette doll? I think you mean like. You forgot to type something in there. Uh, so I don't know what the, what the question was. I don't know if I ever saw the 96 Pinocchio. I, I, I was never a big uh, Disney. I, I do remember. Does anybody remember? Um, not the Land Before Time, but uh, the Page Master. Yeah, why don't they remake the Land Before Time? Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, well, no, nothing is safe. They shouldn't remake that. Nothing is safe. Why not? Because people gonna, actually like that. That's the thing. Like, we don't protect what's sacred. Why are we Probably not? Probably because it's about dinosaurs. I have all kind of questions about it. So you can't race swap dinosaurs, can you? Probably not. <laughs> it's a good question. Only Hollywood will know. <laughs> Millennial Mike said, Mary, don't care about The Little Mermaid as a brand, but do as a cultural statement. I would say the biggest shield for this movie is its demographic. Oh, I said he said many don't care oh yeah that's 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 the thing that that this a is a cultural what? statement what's its who's its demographic we were talking about this yesterday i was wondering whether it's disney adults or the children of disney adults or just children in general i don't think it's children in general i think it would be disney adults and those people who feel like uh some sense of pride in showing their kids woke versions of movies there's in uh, really right now uh, fan baiting is a marketing strategy that protects them from basically the idea is like they know it's going to be bad they know it will be maybe the idea is that they resign themselves at the when you really think about it you look at the Little Mermaid you look at Snow White you look at all these classic movies right that they've made and you're like we're never going to live up to that. So in a cynical way, you're like, we're never going to be able to recapture that magic. We're never going to have that success with those properties. How do we make it successful without uh, being able to actually top our previous version? You fan bait. You, uh, you, you race swap on purpose because you know it will upset people. You then use that as a shield against all criticism, which both forces the critics so you get those great critics reviews because you know the critics will say it's good just so they can push back take that you incels the movie was great uh even if they don't think it <laughs> is so they do that which then leads to extra marketing because people have to write the articles about the incels that it, well, uh, it's so funny because the audience for little mermaid is grown women and little girls and they're like take that you incels yeah. even though the incels don't care the incels are like what about the movie whatsoever <laughs> they were not invited to the premiere so they have literally no idea what's going well, on so they, this is what they always say like uh, whenever when, when they make uh movies and they're like oh it doesn't matter the movie wasn't made for you and then when you don't go see it they're like 
Why didn't the evil didn't straight white men go straight uh, the, go support yeah. our movie? Uh, Mary, you should donate to the. You should send a super chat because we're being very close to a third crisis party. I will never super chat. I kind of want to do it. My own. Are you gonna super chat or show? Why would I super chat? I kind of like what because I, I want a third crisis party. I want a third crisis party. Well, they're gonna do it. Yeah. Look Don't at worry. this blonde making this way in the world. <laughs> that is me figuring it out one day at a time. <laughs> Jojo Jojo said first super chat slash live view surprised oh. brett actually did it you should not be surprised by that don't let dane fill your head with all these uh these lies about not, me not being a man of my word uh i don't know if they know that story basically i have to watch an episode of survivor at a certain point because i i said i would do that for dane but i said i would dye my hair i dyed i my love hair. how many people are surprised that you did this yeah, but, why are you guys surprised? I think you that's said hilarious. Gonna do it. Like, I mean, why did you guys follow through? I'm more confused why you sent all the money if you didn't think Brett was going to yeah, do it. That's like, the best that part. That makes you a little no, crazy. No, I love that. In good faith, they're like, we're going to do it. And, you know, if Brett, Brett lets us down, he lets us down. But instead, he falls. They through. love us. They really love us. You so did they, talk about wow. dyeing your hair after yesterday's show. And I am glad that we ended up being able to do it yeah, before, before the show. Because yeah. I feel like people would have given you a hard time if you showed up and you're like, you didn't even do it. So uh, it, what what color then? If I was to do it another color, which I won't, what color would you say? Hmm. <sighs> if you consider like silver a new color, uh, yeah, I, I want to see that. I, I want to say blue, also, but I think because there's so much yellow in your hair, it will look green. So I'm going to go with green because I think that would be easier to actually get the Oh, green in. for pop culture. For I'm, Minnesota. I th- they're well, very sports teams. No, Purple would be Minnesota because the Vikings are purple. Okay, purple but I'm not also doing that. works. Uh, I think the chat would be with me in uh, saying that just keep it the way it is. No. Yes, I think they <laughs> I would. I think 15 for a color is a totally respectable Wait, wait. Goal. Did you just admit that you want to keep it the way it is? So you do want to keep it the way it is. So you love it. No. I'm just saying I don't want to dye it further. We just caught you. I'm just saying I don't want to dye it further. <laughs> Camber2x said, how many parties to make Hannah Claire a redhead? Woo! Yes, Hannah Claire. How many? No. I mean... I don't really like... Have like a Kool-Aid red? Hair? What are we talking about? Like, fire? Are we talking an Somewhere, Auburn, a I natural... Had, like, a bunch of friends in college were like, you should go like Ariel Little Mermaid red. No, no, no. But if you work. went like a natural looking... Um, my like, hair does have some... Like this studio light doesn't really do... There is some natural red tones to my hair. A little bit. I have redheads in my family. They're in my genetics. Um, They're in my genetics? But I am unlikely to fully dye my hair. Partially because I have long hair in that as Mary can attest to takes more maintenance whereas like mm-hmm. Brett oh it's very easy for me I've just got it so yeah. easy so he admits it he loves being blonde um, <laughs> it's just a different amount of commitment you always said that you would just shave your head if you really hated it yes. that's, I yeah, don't that's, think that's I would shave and my head and he hasn't done that yeah because he liked it I, well I committed to the week I was goalpost gaslit into saying oh no you can't just in the spirit of the bet you can't just thank oh, you hey. thank you guys thank you guys so much Tyler Hogue said, LOL, nope, just a normal, simple 20-year-old. Well, thank you for, for tuning You're in. You're not that, related to Judith Hogue. Not related to Judith Hogue from the Big original reveal. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love that movie. Um, Bradley Allen. What if he actually were? What if his mom was but like, he couldn't no, tell are. you? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't know. Um, like, he my calls, mom works in Hollywood. He, like, calls home, and his mom's like, oh, that's, like, Aunt Kathy's sister. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Turns out that person's <laughs> That's That would be great. That would be freaking great. <laughs> Keep us posted if that changes. If you suddenly are related to her, let us know. <laughs> Bradley Allen said, now marry, just marry me to save my people. Who are your people? We would need to know who those people are. Gingers? <laughs> Minnesota sports fans? <laughs> 
Hobbit said, nothing is sacred anymore. Family, movies, books, and more are no longer something to enjoy and grow from, only to push ideology. Also, party time. And I am the one. Not even party time is sacred anymore. Not even party time. Also, what was the other thing that I was going to, I was going to point out something else about The Little Mermaid that was interesting to me, but I completely see. I need like that. uh, I I tried to use on it, like the, the stuff, the, like the. For what? like brain, like to you need the, uh, the supplements. Supplements. The, whatever is Bio? in Hannah Claire's water bottle yes. right now. Oh my gosh! Let me tell you, you about it. Non- should I give you a non-sponsored Our first sponsorship? <laughs> I bought these, or I gained access to someone. Let me try out these uh, powdered, like the Celsius energy drinks. It's the powdered tubes of them, and everyone should buy them immediately. They're only two hundred ten milligrams of caffeine, which is a lot, but it's not like does it have mind sugar? Blowing. I think it must have some sugar, but man, wait, I think so it's the most get, effective way of consuming caffeine I've ever had in my wait, whole so life. Wait, so let me get this straight. You got a free sample and then actually- No, bought, someone in our office bought them oh, and saying, then I was like, could I have one? And now I drink them all the time. I was like, this is like the first example in history of a free sample actually leading to a sale. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Pinch Me Andy said, sorry, I meant to say, didn't they use a lifelike marionette doll? Oh, okay. <laughs> they could have. Uh, I didn't see that one, but- Either way, I think the CGI was a mistake for the new one. It is just so lifeless. Yeah. Imagine now. Now I'm picturing Good Boy Noah with his with his recipes with the with the hand puppet, and I'm picturing it CGI. I'm just getting angry and, <laughs> and annoyed. Don't ever do that. The Cheetah franchise. Yeah, I do not want that. <laughs> Bad Adam Twelve said. No, no, no. I paid for white hair like Mary. We got orange. This is BS, man. I want a refund. No, we didn't say what color it would turn out. We just said he we would said bleach, bleach his hair. I knew that it was going to yeah. fail the first time because I, I have is, experience with bleach. Yeah, I think this is people not being familiar with how bleach works. When you lift your color, it's actually challenging because you yeah. don't know what color people's hair is going to be. I was like, I was like, uh, I was like asking for help and everyone's like, well, just do it. I'm like, I'm not just going to put a bunch of stuff in my hair and hope for the best. <laughs> I'm going to like do some research and just then inhale all the bleach chemicals. Yeah. And then, and then Mary, not know uh, what you're Mary, doing. Mary helped me. So. I came through. Uh, You'll see in the behind the scenes footage uh, Up tonight. at 6pm up in, up in less than a half an hour yeah. It's minutes. on timcast.com not um, on the YouTube channel get just for exactly. uh, Hannah Claire tell everyone Where they can find you You can find me on timcast.com Click on the read tab I post articles there every day uh, You can also find me Why am I not good at doing this Took one week off and now I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> Okay you can find me here on Tuesdays typically You can find me on Instagram at hannahclaire.b And you can find me on gab at hannahclaireb and those are all the places you can find me. What about Twitter, HC Brimlow? Ugh, I don't talk about my Twitter. Well, I'm saying, oh my wanna... gosh, someone found me on Twitter and was like, I don't tweet, I don't, I use it because often the news will break first on Twitter. So that's yeah. where I get like information. Like I have it as a professional hazard, but not because I actually like feel like a Twitter personality. Yeah. And someone found me on Twitter, followed me and then tweeted at me like, guess you don't really use Twitter, huh? I know that's why I never promote my Twitter. I would love for you to become a Twitter personality, though. What if I, she just used her Twitter to talk about how much she loved the Fast and the Furious movies one day? I just like uh, Twitter doesn't appeal to me the way it does to some people. I could use it, but it's not going to look like there's a learning a Twitter curve. personality. Also, you have to like it. Yeah. And I don't really need to operate with the world. That, I don't know. It just it doesn't appeal to me. Perfect. Yeah. Well, then uh, we... we uh, Don't we... out my Twitter, Brett. Sorry. My bad. Mary, let every... Well, there's some super chats yeah. there, and then let everyone know where they can find you. Okay. Bobcat said, to be fair, it's easier for short-haired guys like me and Brett. Just wait a couple weeks and get a high and tight. <laughs> I do think my hair would come out 
more white like more of what you think yeah. bleach hair looks like because i'm my hair is much lighter than brett's naturally yeah yeah um tyler hoag said only 210 that's baby stuff try some g fuel yes hannah claire you need some g fuel that, he's saying you need no, g fuel you guys don't understand i don't actually need caffeine i'm an intensely wound <laughs> person as it is but i like it i got called neurotic for the first time in my life recently you were really like to held on to that have you not heard anyone in our office describe you we all describe you as neurotic not with that word behind your back no. <laughs> I do it to your face I'm sorry have I not done I it to said your face? it I said it to Brett's face and he was just shocked like wow you really think I'm neurotic no like yeah what do you not think you're neurotic I don't know join the club I used to be shocked when people would describe me as neurotic now I'm just like that's not even it's an not interesting even observation. like you're actually worried about anything it's just your temperament like <laughs> there's nothing even going on and you'll be a little bit nervous. You don't about know it. that there could be it's something like, going on. There will this be there will warrior. be nothing happening, and you're like, I'm worried about it. Like <laughs> that's, you invent that's what to I mean. Be concerned about that's yeah. like the best like, thing. You putter around. All those that's like, like things energy, about. Yeah. Uh, all those people who make the jokes about how like uh, about how neurotic they are on social media, I'm like, ha, good one. Except for you're not actually like that. You're just you're just. You don't know what it's like, it. says Brett. I'm yes. a blonde neurotic man. <laughs> His story will be told. Mary, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Mary Archived. I changed my username. It's so weird hearing that now. Why'd you uh, change it? it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like I needed a change. Also, uh, when you're on TimCast.com. Yeah. Uh, when you post articles <laughs> I promote articles or... from TimCast.com on my Instagram. So go check them out. Perfect. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvick. There's exactly one picture in my story of my blonde hair, and that was about the most I could, I could stomach. I think uh, we should have a full-on photo shoot. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, a professional one. Where Anything but Britney Spears' photographer, whoever's taking her photos. Anybody <laughs> but that. Uh, for the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. We are also on uh, what is it? Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify. Again, those do go up the following day. So if you would rather catch the show the day of, we are right here on YouTube live with video. It is, it is a beautiful thing to behold. I swear. Uh, <laughs> if you would rather, if you'd like to follow us on social media, we're on Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis, and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.